Bam, we're live. Hey, good morning. Kyle, what's up, dude? Not first. You are first. Ian, what's up? Not second. That's the whole thing to say not now. Miss Eggert. Hi. God, I want to put a B in there so bad. Egbert. Egbert Eggert. What's up, man? What's up? August, what's up, dude? Burby, dude. Hello. Not first, but I'm here. Miss Cook. Looking like a fucking superhero. Superhero pose. I bet you that pose has a name, like superhero. Uh, today, Matt O'Keefe's coming on. He should be here any minute. Really cool of him. Uh, he's kind of, I think he's in, um, can't use the word transition anymore. He's in, he's changing locations. And uh, he said, hey, I could do it, but it might have to be from a, a lobby of a hotel or some sort of building. I'm like, bro, let's do it. Let's party. And then in the second half of the show, uh, we will have uh, the very, very vulnerable Hunter McIntyre with uh, Andrew Hiller. Oh, there he is. There he is. Look at Dude, the most incredible clickbait title before you came on. Hold on. I'm trying to get my phone. That's how good O'Keefe is. He just comes right on, just guns blazing, just like, yo, I'm here. I'm, I'm tweaking my audio. Listen to this. Listen to this. It said Matt O'Keefe as the title, but you know what I changed it to? What's up? Matt from HWPO. You see that? You see what I did there? <laughs> see, what, see, see what I did there? A little, <laughs> a click, a little clickbait. Click, okay. Clickbait. All right, dude, okay, I don't know why I'm not, you're not on my. I feel like every time I come on here, it's the same. Me dancing around trying to get my headphones to work. I, I like it. I like it. Is that a sign of, of my age? People are always making fun of me because um, of my age. So it's good to see like you have some like remote control issues and some technological. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm on these text threads and I can't even follow them because people talk shorthand now. And like I need shit like really explained oh, to me. I post a I've... clip and 20 people in the thread are laughing. I'm like, dude, I don't get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like we're well. I feel like, like I'm, I'm hip. I'm hip because I hang around with a bunch of 25 year olds, because, yes. you know, with the athletes. But if I'm being real with myself, there's a lot of shit that just goes right over my head. Totally over my head. Yes. <laughs> How are you? I'm awesome. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Where, I'm are, in, you, are uh, you in the ba- Are you in the bathroom right now? Kind of. I'm in. I'm in the kitchen, which is uh, adjacent to the bathroom, but it does have that bathroom look with those. Um, Tiles, right? That what's that called? A flash? A flash? Oh, uh, backsplash. Backsplash. Look at you. You've remodeled like, a house or two. That I like your I like your tiles. Those are nice. I'm uh I'm down in uh, Newport Beach this week. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so hanging you're not out. Home. With, you're not home. No, hanging out with some friends, and then uh, and then and then just raging with the kids. Lots. Uh, we're right on the beach, so there's lots of surf, and then there's a really good jujitsu academy down the street. So we're just like. In this whirlwind of fun. That's really cool. Good for you. I love it. Hey, uh, I want to start with something just, just to really make you vulnerable, and then we'll, we'll go from there. You 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 would never you would never let me off the hook to not start that way. So let's go. I know this is probably very sensitive. Uh, today, when the show is done, I have a thirty-pound dumbbell in my um, living room here. And I'm going to do 10 front squats on the minute. And then an alternating minutes, I'm going to take both 30-pound dumbbells and do 10 shoulder to overhead any way I can. 
20 minute workout. So I'm going to get in a hundred squats with a 30 pound dumbbell and a hundred push presses. And it's going to, or, you know, somehow shoulder it overhead in 20 minutes. It's mellow. It's, 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 it's bodybuilding. I get it. But I'm fucking 51. Are you ever, do you, do you, how many, how many workouts do you go there? And it's like an HWO, HWPO staff workout. And you're just like, guys, like, I, I, like, I, like I got sucked up into this thing where you're supposed to go as hard as you can on an assault bike. And it's like in, it's with this group of young guys and I'm getting hurt and it's only in 30 second intervals. I'm hurt. I'm getting hurt. You know, this is really funny. It's, um, what do so- you do? You're in the oven. Do you, I mean, you're the you're yeah. the CEO of HWPO. It is. It, it's. Uh, it. Well, the answer is that that's not necessarily how I train, and nor do I mean. I think we give off this, and I would say stink, and I love it. You know, it's an aroma of like hardcore, like three hours of training. But we just we do have a lot of variability in how we approach training. I mean, we have a product that you know, a lot of people's eyes would think is, you know, a version of aerobics. It's called sweat. It's just, you know, a very concise way of, you know, doing CrossFit. Honestly, for the most part, it's, you know, warms you up and has a Metcon in the middle. It's just no gymnastics and no barbell. But yeah, I mean, I think I, I think I'm bringing a lot more people towards me than me gravitating more towards, you know, that, you know, other people's style of training. Like Jake, Josh, like they're still chasing it. Like the squat and heavy snatching cleaning all, all the time um but got, like matt myself sammy you know we're doing you know a lot of burpees a lot of devil's press you know yeah burpees of, i like some burpees yeah burpees machine, machine work and you know um finding a sustainable way to you know to do this so you know to crossfit essentially and, and i dude what you just described so i did last night i squatted 10 times with 135 back squatted on one minute the opposite minute i ran for the full minute on a on an error you know and it's like oh okay okay it's you know but still but still you're system. going that's you're still going like i can i really make it so i can modulate you know what i mean like i'm resting 30 seconds after ever you're i guess you can modulate because you're on the air runner you can really slow down if you wanted to I, yeah, I and mean, you get I'm a little. Going, do you, how long does it take you to do those ten um, back squats with one thirty-five? Do you get a little rest? Yeah, thirty seconds. You know, okay, not, all right. Yeah, all so right. but we're so you're on, we're on the same training program. You're just on the strong for a strong guy version. I'm just on the. I'm running a marathon in April with Sammy oh, and I, which you know, this is like the official. Put myself out there. I um. Wow. I need my head examined. I'm going to write uh, that down. April marathon for some accountability issues. April marathon. Okay. Issues. You notice how you put it in the issue category right away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> accountability <laughs> issues. But, you know, I, you know, really want to, I mean, it's, it's a part of what we're talking about right now. I want to, I mean, this is risky to do it your way, but I, I want to train for a marathon, not just running all the time. So we're going to, mm. you know, do it intervals with strength work and do a lot of lunging have you ever done a marathon yeah i I ran boston in 03 and 04 twice two years back to that yeah um did you get injuries from either of those or or, let me uh rephrase that did you get set back a little bit where you had to like lick some wounds yeah I, i i mean in fairness i was a raging alcoholic and you know fat 
if I'm being real, skinny fat, at, you know, by the end of the training and, you know, the wear and tear of my knees and Achilles and ankles were real hard. You know, I was logging a lot of miles on a weekly basis in a, you know, the other side was Boston. I lived in downtown Boston. I'm running around the river and it's like 20 degrees. I mean, it is not optimal training and I didn't help myself at all. So, you know, I had a, I, I, tore, I tore my sheath around my Achilles one of the and ran the marathon with a torn sheath, which uh, I didn't even know the Achilles had a sheath. I thought it was just my penis that had a sheath. That's crazy. Yeah, it is not wow. the only thing. Wow. Yeah, it, uh, and it's basically uh, it's a runner's injury. I did a lot of research on it. Is that you know, if you run a certain way and your heel kind of like rubs against the the piece on the back, um, it it can it can you know fray or tear or rupture that and so i had that for one of my i literally couldn't walk after i would run every day but i never stopped training and i ran that way i i, I was in bed for like five days after i ran that marathon because i i essentially had a torn achilles so hey close. dude i'm changing i'm never gonna call foreskin foreskin again i'm You're gonna call it a sheath, sheath. <laughs> and some men have been de-sheathed and other men haven't that's a different kind of sheath dude. and it holds your sword and it holds your sword it's a sheath i have my sheath what you know i still i still have my sheath i'm armenian yes the, the um <laughs> i'm gonna tell my boys did you clean your sheath under your sheath today <laughs> oh my god hey it would be a much popular body part if we change the name you have a lot of sheaths around tendons, so which I didn't know. Caleb's never that, told me that. Caleb's a nurse. He's never mentioned the sheath on the Achilles. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, so that that is um yeah, I did I bet I bet it's like people look back at their history, you know, and how they've treated their body throughout their life. I probably I probably did some damage in those years for sure. I just had no idea what I was doing. I come out, I played college sports. I was big er, and then got. What did you play in college? What did you play in college? I played um, football for a little bit and baseball. What's the biggest you've been, O'Keefe? What's that? What's the biggest you've ever been? Like in your life? 250. And and you're in, what are you, you were probably 6'2 then, 6'1? 6'2, 253. Yeah. I was, when I, when I, really kind of the end of my football career was that they wanted me to gain that type of weight and become a tight end. And I had no interest in it. So I played baseball, but the, um, but then, you know, post-college, my number being 253 was a low point. It was just like completely unhealthy. It's kind of how I found CrossFit. I, I went to, I, I started doing yoga then with TRX classes that were at the yoga studio started coaching that and then was like i can't do this like it's repetitive every day you coach trx i did that's right yeah that's and awesome one of, wow. one of one of the people that i did it with was like hey let's go try crossfit there's a there's a crossfit gym down the street from my house that's one of the first in the world and trx is basically just a fitness program around ring rows right that's when i think of it i just think it was the ring row program totally it's literally just yeah a set of rings and you do like you know you pull you know you do like eyes wise and t's you can do push-ups with it with you know, dynamic push-ups with your knees coming in but it was very like i had you know i coached it it was like you know they had a template for how you went about it and it, there was really no variability you know it's like pretty much the same crap every you know i had like a monday wednesday and friday version of it and if you asked me to put a fourth day and i'd probably just be repeating one of those days it was not you know there wasn't a whole lot you could do with it it got in good 
good shape though. And then we walked in a, I went to a CrossFit gym and, in that journey and have, have never left. So kind of found my, found my space. Um, don't, don't get me wrong either. And I'm sure it's the same with you. Like I can go into a gym and fucking get at it. Like I went to Matt Sousa's 10 year anniversary and all, I was partnered up with the best guy in there for the workout, but we fucking destroyed. Like I can, but I hurt myself, but I can go, but I prefer just to like, I prefer more like segmented training. Like if I'm going to run a little one day, run some sprints, like I don't need to mix with deadlifts anymore. And, you know and, you're, I, and I so you know much prefer interval training than just like, um, if I'm rushed, shit gets weird. Intervals is, is where the accountability is when you're on your own from, at least from my perspective, it's what you're describing is we probably go through very similar things with this is um, you go to an event like Suze's, you know, like, or I'm with my team and you see what the magic of community is. Like, I just get yeah. pushed harder and I, I'm willing to do more there. Yeah, I told them I wasn't even going to work out. They're like, Oh, just do the warm up. I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. Next thing I know, I'm fucking. Totally. Like, I'm like does anyone yeah. have any Ben Gay for my back? I'm serious. I need four Advil. Like it was like that. We had our summit last week or the week. Uh -huh. Yeah. Last week. And, so we, there was some content that come out. We were all kind of working out together, but you know, I, I mean, we did three workouts in three days together, and I blacked out in all three of them. And I and I know wow. in, in my garage, you know, it's wow, just, yeah, it's awesome. I, I I mean, I was like beat up, but I I I, I kind of enjoy it. You know, I don't know, maybe I'm you know messed in the head, but um, the other day. Um, I haven't shared this yet, but I, I, after I got off the assault bike, I went so fucking hard. It, I, I fell to the ground. I was on the ground in the fetal position and I started calling for my wife and, and, and I felt like my fucking sweatshirt was choking me because I work out usually with a sweatshirt to keep the old body. And I was like, come take my sweatshirt off like an old man. It was crazy. It went away. She never came and it went away. That is, but, but it was, your wife is, is, she daily is a crossfitter, correct? Yeah, way better than me. Yeah, she teaches classes in the garage yeah, illegally, right. all sorts of shit. So my wife isn't. Well, she's done. My it. wife's a competitor of HWPO. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Two clients. <laughs> Tell her we can get. We have nothing online she, yet. We have nothing online. You can train people HWPO. Tell her I'll oh. give her access. Oh yeah. shit! Okay, I like that. Resources. I like that. Yeah, and our gym can't afford the new affiliate fee, so maybe we can. Um, yeah, that would be nice to like brand up with someone like HWPO to give us a little clout. I like that. <laughs> the my when you're talking about your wife, but you know, calling for her to help you. My working out generally in my garage, which is my my gym. I use my side of the garage for my, my gym. My car's outside. My wife pulls in. It's usually this like my wife pulling in. You know, she works in Boston and she'll come home and she, she'll be pulling into me like in a dark place, kind of looking at me cross-eyed, like, what are you doing? Like, she's done it, by the way. Like, I got her a membership and forced her into a gym to experience it. She loved it. Just like not a practical approach for her. She works out every day, but she, you know, it's mostly her, like me and me and duress, but her running away, not helping me. So you're, you got <laughs> She's like, yeah, you do your thing over there. You're all right. She, every every time she pulls in, she'll ask me if I'm all right. Like that's basically the extent of it. You all right over there? I'm, I'm a, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. It's the same no. thing. So the last five. No, months. what? No, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you do this for me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it, uh, going back to that group thing. So, 
obviously, I, obviously I work out a lot and I'm addicted to it, but, um, but since I've been working out more, uh, like with friends on text messages, dabbling in some of that, the shit's gotten way worse because people, because you got to put your scores up. And even though my scores are the worst, I still have like some pride. You know what I mean? Oh, like you got to take true. a pic. You got to take a picture of your machine and like, and so it's gotten really bad. It's gotten, it's gotten bad. You're getting yeah. shamed. No, no, they're cool. They just can't believe I'm doing it. No, no one, sh- no, there's no shaming. But, but the only shame is, is, um, uh, there's this guy, uh, do uh, you know Peter from Coffee Pods and Wads? I do. He's, yeah, he's well. destroying me and everything. And I just picture him as being kind of like this inbred, kind of goofy Irish dude. And he's just destroying me. So set. Good. <laughs> I know. I, rem- I remember I when he I first I think started. I'm fit. And I think he's like not fit at all. And I'm, I can't even like come close to keeping up to him. It's bad. It's bad. I don't, I feel, I feel like when I was one of his first guests, and I, I feel like he was like, not even doing it you are just getting into it at that point yeah you know, yeah it's, it's really cool it's good to yeah, hear he, yeah he's a stud right now oh uh mrs burns uh by, i went in, uh we're traveling on vacation and i just went into the bathroom and i saw you all my wife has all of your products sabbath essential is laid out i didn't even know she used your stuff like that i didn't know she used it like brought morning, it on vacation morning mrs burns um o'keefe i i i've been really thinking about the um uh, are you still a manager? Sorry, loaded question. Do you still manage athletes? No, not, not loaded at all. Yeah, we. So we. Mer- well, you don't know uh, what the next question is. That's why it's loaded. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it to you though, I, and probably lead myself down a path to to, to despair. Yeah, brain wreck. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, we, Daniel Robbins and I, um, when we we left Cloud Live together, and brought the athletes that we managed out and reestablished ourselves independently. And it was just it was really apparent that he needed more support and you know people talking about the same thing on the daily because I had so much going on and uh, so we merged in with Lab, which was Cooper, Marsh, and Jason St. Clair. So we're under Lab management now. So and- yes is the answer. I am still contributing. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, I still, we still do you have, have any personal clients? Do you have any personal clients that you like? Um, they call you and they're like, like, they would call you and they would say, "Dude, I really love this fucking new chewing gum out, and it has like no artificial sugars in it. it could I have a relationship with them? Like, I love this totally. shit." Totally. There's a lot of that goes on with me. That's sort of my relationship with a lot of athletes. And Daniel's heavy on the you know execution side, and he you know, and he has those same relationships. But Matt. You know, honestly, you know, still very much so. And, you know, a lot of the people that I was connected with for a long time, um, those conversations, you know, Katrin, Annie, Brooke, again, but, you know, I don't want to take credit. Like Daniel is day-to-day manages those guys. Um, you know, I'm more on like the ideation, visualization side. Um, with, with What's all that? Them, what I mean, ideation, visualization side? Like, you know, what's the path? Like, what should we be looking at? You know, you know, planning one in three years, one, two, three years out. Like, where, where you know, where are we going? What's, you know, how are we, you know, how are we currently um, executing for the, the, the current portfolio? What can we add? You know, what do we need to change? Those are the conversations I'm involved in with clients and or, you know, the guys at the agency. Right. It, uh, um, so... Okay. Okay. Um, The reason why I'm asking is because I was thinking about getting into the space. I was thinking about like, Hey, I should have a client. 
man, manager. Yeah, Good. I should manage. I should manage someone, or 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 the seven. The um, I like the way you wiped your beard right there. You're like, mm, this is interesting. Mm. Um, or or maybe like I try to make I try to strong arm Susan into doing it. And I love it. because Susan, and I've been talking about it a lot, and I was just thinking of all the things that I th- like all the things that I think managers should be doing that they're not doing. L- let me I'll pick your brain a little bit more here. When so, so I have those sponsors down below, right? Yep. And when I get a sponsor, I think, I hope that they go to sleep at night thinking that they pulled one over on me. You know what I mean? Like, I want them to be like, I like it when they call me and they're like, dude, do you know how much, fu- how many condoms we sold last night? I cannot believe it. Will you please wear a condom on the show again? Tro- I mean, we- crazy. Do, do you... Do you want that too? Do you talk to your clients about it? Because from my spot, I have all this negative like thoughts about what agents do and like that they're just trying to get money for their clients. And I'm thinking to myself, no, you should be wanting to get money for the sponsors, right? You want to build your reputation with sponsors. Like, like I want Sarah Sigmund's daughter to sell 3000 Volkswagens or whatever, whoever sponsored her. Absolutely. I mean, they, what they, you want we, them to get their money's worth, right? Their value. We talk about uh, we want our clients to to feel like they're stealing from us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so you do have that. Okay, I thought I innovated that. No, no. no that's. Okay. I mean, I feel like that has been, you know, our probably main success story is being a good partner. I mean, in the end, it's like, and there's many of us out there that you know approach it differently. I, I would I, the sort of blood out of the stone approach. Not many. There's, there's a few, and, and that stuff, you know, has a really defined end to it. Like, there's, you know, that, you know, you can. Tra- that's transactional. Like, we don't. We're just not transactional because, and 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 I think our clients and their sponsors speak to it. Is you know, a lot of them have a lot of legacy with a lot of brands. Um, you know, and it's finding you, you your responsibility is to monetize you know, your, your client's, uh, brand, but in the end, it's finding that like really good sweet spot. So there's growth, you know, brands growing, they're growing. And then, you know, over time, you know, that's recognized through, you know, even greater compensation, um, you know, or, you know, a more enhanced partnership. So yeah, we're on the same page on that. That's a great approach. I think it's the only approach we talk about it at HWPO. You know, we really want to provide an experience where, whatever a client's paying on a monthly basis for a subscription that they literally think, wow, I'm winning, you know, yeah. that's, important. Yeah. that's important. That's important to us. And, um, have you, have you ever had a client be like, have you, have you ever, um, uh, let, let's say you're involved with podium, right? I personally am not. I mean, I oh. am, I have, we have clients with them for sure, but I am not in, uh, are you involved with any supplement directly? Nope. No. Oh. Well, I'll just use Podium as an example anyway. Oh, I'll use, use Swolverine as an example. When, when we were talking to Swolverine, I was thinking to myself, I don't want to take their money if I don't think I can help their product. Like, I do not I, – I, I do not – yeah, that's it. That's it. I, don't, I do not – have you ever had, a, have you ever had um, a sponsor offer you money and your client's like, hey, dude, I can't help their product. I can't take their money. Yeah, I mean, that's where the magic is. We have many clients that have 
what with what they've built have put themselves in a position to only be endorsed by things that they that are practical to their life or that they believe in that they truly can you know speak to their experience with uh, you know we look for that with everybody um, I think you know people that are newer you know need revenue to it's not to say that they don't believe in what they're endorsing it's that they're more they can be less patient with you know figuring out what what they love and don't um yeah i mean most of our clients though are that way we have a lot of legacy crossfitters you know that have been around a long time that have a lot of the same brands and uh, you know matt's a good example anything that you know i think you know he at times gets criticized for being commercial uh, but I can, I can honestly say that anything that he puts his name on is something that he uses and he believes in. So, um, the, the only thing that I ever saw Matt get criticized for was the, um, the climber, yeah. the, the, the climber. I mean, today, like we could, you know, we, we, it's that thing's so funny because I think he had like a little bit of, uh, he, he's licking his wounds on, on the response to it a bit, but. I mean, we that was so it. long ago. No one, I mean, I, I haven't heard anyone we talk use, about it in three years. But we use it. like Oh, at the honestly, gym. Yeah. Honestly, it's a super cool tool. I have one in my garage. We have one in our gym. It's a um, death machine, right? It's the same as the Versa Climber. It's, it's the worst thing you could ever do, right? It's the worst machine. I would say, you know, it's up there for most bang for your buck. Yeah. yeah. You get what you pay for when you use that thing. It's hard. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that one, but you know, again, that's a really good example of, you know, we had one for months. Um, he messed around with it, did it in workouts. He's like, dude, this thing's super cool. And, and our, you know, playbook would be, we just want to, you know, create a, a, as much access as possible to things that we do. So people have options. And so that's like, that was a really good opportunity to kind of see how that might work with something that's like completely distant from, you know, what people think is our, you know, sort of core competencies. So let me, let me pick on you a little bit. So going back, going back, let's say before he made that commercial, right. Cause the commercial was weird. Cause it felt like it fell out of the eighties, like infomercial one 800 uh, Matt. Uh, not only do you get the Versa climber, but you get this poster of Matt full size, life size poster of Matt. There was like that piece of it. But what if you would have done this first um, uh, O'Keefe? What if like prior to releasing that, there were actual shots of that thing like in his gym. So, you know, that Matt has this metal thing that you go like this and oh. he mentioned it. He mentioned it in a podcast I did with him three years ago. It's been stuck. It's been in my Amazon, like inbox and outbox. And it's been in my Amazon cart in and out 300 times, three months ago, I pulled the trigger on it because of something this motherfucker said three years ago, this thing, I own this. Thing's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how to use it, but I fuck with it all the time. Like I mess with it all the time. What What if in hindsight, um, and I got the the eight pound one, and I am gonna buy the twelve pound one. But I a hundred percent only bought that. I still don't even know if it's worth the money. But it is a nice piece of metal, by the way. It's it's a nicely crafted piece of equipment. But only because Matt, what if in hindsight that just wasn't launched right? That Versa Climber thing. What's that thing called? The one Matt? Climber. C L M B R. Okay, so Climber. Oh, like, is that the same company that makes Stepper, S-T-E-P-R? No. Same marketing team that, that, that likes dropping E's. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, another um, machine that's great bang for your buck, Stair, Stairmaster. Yeah. Um, uh, what if they would have just shown him, like, using in the background a few times leading up? So it wasn't like, you know what I mean? So it had some 
uh, marriage. It's like, oh shit, Matt uses that. And then finally it's like, oh shit, a sponsor found, you know what I mean? So it it was like an evolution. Like, I can't believe these people haven't contacted Matt. He could sell fucking thousand of those a fucking day for the next five years. I mean, that thing is a perfect example of something he used for a long time before it ever came, you know, public. Before he told anyone. I used that thing in his gym and his garage in Tennessee for years. I mean, he had, you know, was one of one of his tools you know um but yeah that thing's just fun to hold too my kids just walk in the gym and hold it i mean it's a it's a it's a beautiful piece of steel i think it's also fascinating as a crossfitter that you get you know you grab that thing and you you crank on it for you know a minute and you're blasted and you're like you know you just have this perception when you look at that you're like oh this isn't i got this it's not that big of a deal right it blows you up you know? Yeah. When you talk about the cl- the climber uh, piece, though, you- you're spot on. I think that uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday about this. You know, I hope I don't ever give that stink up, but I make a lot of effing mistakes if I'm being real. And you know, it's just not trying. You know, trying not to or learning and then not making them again. But that was not launched properly because it, it was it was too. You know, it was distant. You know, we were trying to tell a story about you know how we see you know our brand coming to life and giving more access and we were just in people's faces with it like you know all people could see were neon yeah like the 80s set neon lights and matt with a microphone on them and they're like what are you guys like what is this yeah you're right if like we had shown what he had done prior you know uh because matt can sell anything like no one's like when matt said hey i use the stairmaster everyone's like all the people who wanted to make fun of it were like no one said stair- they kept their mouth shut, right? And he sold a lot of stairmasters, I bet. I bet he yeah, sold that, a lot that, of stairmasters. So that's a, bit of, that's a bit of the interesting piece is like, you know, you don't do like you don't do everything for a dollar, right? But it's like you know, he's a brand and has a ton of value, and it's like right. sort of this like hard position to be in at times to say like, okay, well if this foreign object to our world just appears with him, it's a ton of validation. There's a tough to hold, you know, I don't even know them. It's like, how do we hold them accountable if they get what they want without having to, you know, compensate him for it. Right. It's, you know, it's the, some people will, will hear that and think greed, but it's just, I mean, that's Matt's business. You know, it's really what he built. He, he earned it with five, five championships. I get it. I, when, when I went on a motorcycle ride with him, he basically said, Hey, don't take a picture of me on this Indian unless they're going to give me one. And at the time I thought, wow, that's a little harsh, but not, but I, but I get it. Hey, I was watching a video of Dana white the other day. And he's like, I've been, I, I did a 24 hour fast and I only took these electrolytes and he holds this can this bottle up just for a second. And then he goes, and then the last 48 hours, I just drank some, uh, some, uh, what is this bone broth? You know what I did? I froze the frame. I looked at fucking what electrolytes and bone broth he did. I went to Amazon. I bought them. Then someone was at my house, and I didn't even need electrolytes. It was like $11 thing of electrolytes. Then someone was at my house, and they're like, hey, I'm thinking of fasting. And I go, oh, cool. You should take these electrolytes. And they go, oh, I just bought those. I go, why'd you do that? He goes, because I saw Dana White holding them. So that fucker had to freeze frame too. Oh, great example. And I'm just like, holy shit. Perfect example. Holy shit. I mean, I would gather from my perspective, because I know how polished that group is. We've, you know, we've been engaged with, with them at times. Yeah. There's no chance that he's not getting paid for that. I promise you. Right. Like, okay, and by the way, there's, nothing, there's right. nothing wrong with that. Like, no, he, no, no, I agree. He is a genius in how he approaches those things. You know? yeah. yeah. He may even own those companies now. 
We, I've, I've learned a lot of, about sports over the last 10 years. And what, what I learned is that, you know, big sport platforms, you know, not only do you have to pay to partner, but often you have to, you know, give skin in the game, especially if you're a challenger brand. You know, you see that with, you know, NFL or PGA, like, you know, I've been connected in deals in those, those systems. And then UFC, you know, you see like a rent, you know, in UFC – is finding their space. I mean, they're so big, but like you see a lot of revolving door on their partnerships. Uh, you know, I th- you know, but I-, I will tell you that, like, I think when you see weird ones, like a beard company on, you know, oil company on like a, the, the, the padding around the cage, I bet there's more to that than just them paying them to be there, you know? Um, right. Which, you know, so it, it, the sport business world's fascinating like that. I mean, I, I guess I was naive to think that, you know, it was just transactional. Like I pay you millions of dollars to be a part of your product. That's like traditional sports marketing. These guys have been all figured out. They have, you know, private equity groups that are attached to the leagues that, you know, they take equity in these brands. It's really interesting. Look at this, uh, um, uh, O'Keefe. Uh, Kyle Hatch, uh, Dana convinced me to do the 72 hour fast. Yeah. I fast all the time and I've, and, uh, and obviously I've messed around a lot with bone broth. Um, uh, but, uh, as soon as he mentioned it, I got back into bone broth again for like a th- six more weeks. I probably bought like, you know, three cases of bone broth and, and drank it. I've never really gotten into that. I'll have to try it. See, there you go. You sold something on this call. The Dana did. <laughs> um, uh, he, so here's another thing I trip on. It's, it's really, um, I belong to this this uh, media Illuminati, let's call it. And there's a secret password, secret knock, and then you get in, and then there they are. It's the it's the it's the Illuminati, and they're they're all outside media. Mm-hmm. And um, they're it's a super easy group to control, but no one's figured out how to control it. But it's a crazy group because it's just it's just hardworking people. It's just people who just want to work all day every day, right? they're they're just people who just want to put out content they just content 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 and they're just looking um for uh, just i don't know if this is true but they're just looking for dopamine hits right so like after this after i do this show with you i'll go to the beach with my kids and then i'll check my phone to see how many views i have right how is it doing what did people say about my interaction with o'keefe that whole thing right but this group is easy to control and i feel like the management isn't the managers aren't controlling it the, the the media and I feel like I could do that too. So an example that Susie gave the other day, he was like, "Hey, can you believe it that age after their clients are on our show, agents never contact like they they don't contact us and be like, dude, fantastic show, thank you. Do you think I could get some clips from it? We'll public and you know give us a half dozen oh. clips to choose from. No one ever does that. Or like when yeah. I was going to do the behind the scenes. Um, I think Colton was the only one that was like reached out or maybe like in a conversation said, yeah, I'm looking forward to working with you. Like, like this, this is going to release in a month or two. It's going to be the most view minutes watch thing all year of any, any program that in the CrossFit space. And yet no, and I'm not saying they need to, don't get me wrong. Not at all. But if I'm a manager, I'm thinking, dude, I call before or, or during, or like, Hey, if my clients are in any of these episodes, let us know. We'll help you promote them. Like, and that that would then manipulate me as a an outside media source to be like work with those people. And I'm, I'm always wondering, like, I wonder why do they not have the bandwidth to do that? Are you writing that down? You're like, fuck, that's a fucking good idea. I'm writing that one down. Um, 
Why it, is a good, it, is, it is a good idea, by the way. Yes, yeah, so definitely like is the on, way it should work. Yeah, someone goes on Pedro's podcast. The, the manager should reach out right away and go, man, Pedro, you have some really good skills. Thank you. I, you made so-and-so look great. Um, thanks us for giving the opportunity. Do you have any clips we can push? None of that. There's no um, – and, and I bet you the professional fucking agents don't do that too. You know what I mean? Like th- by professional, I mean – sorry, let me rephrase that. I know the agents in our space are professional. The fucking like really fucking wealthy ones that are milking baseball players, uh, Latin American baseball players for everything that they're worth and taking complete advantage of them, those guys aren't doing it. And I wonder why. Is there – once you control the media, I think like – you, you control everything. You're the mouthpiece. That's like a – that's where you, the line is on like agent manager, which our space is more agent manager. You know, when you look at those bigger sports, they'll oh, have a, Oh, hold on. You're distinguishing between a manager and an agent. Okay. And that's yep. where I'm clueless. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go on. Ma- manager would be, you know, someone that would be essentially in charge of the brand you know, the individual and their brand and helping them execute social appearances, you know, sort of activate on all their responsibilities within the contract. The agents are really existing in a traditional sports marketing setting to get the deal. Um, You know, a lot of agencies will have like, you know, the agent that's out there in the market getting, you know, having conversations and then they would have a team that would basically be assigned to like assist, you know, it's assistant, but it's called the manager. You know, ours is a crossover in our space for sure. So the answer is that should totally be because of, because of the money, right? Like, like you're an agent and a manager. Yeah, that, and then the, once you have a hundred million dollar contract, you can have a hairstylist, an agent, and a manager and a mistress. Well, ma- many of them will have like many agents. So the way that that oh. works, so you have contract. Like, all right, let's take some somebody as an example. We can take LeBron because, you know, that's an easy one. But then, you know, you take, you know, some random basketball player that's the sixth man that's on the bench on a team as well. And, like, the LeBron example is he has a contract agent. Um, I think it's Rich Paul. You know, he represents him. Draymond Green, he's got – he's Gates Adele. Like, uh, but then they – you know, who is his best friend from growing up? And then he has – Fenway Sports Group, Endeavor. He has multiple marketing agencies that he's okay. given non-exclusive rights to that bring him deals. And then he definitely has, you know, personal people that are helping him execute partnerships, his schedule, um, you know, getting things like you're talking about responsibility. I mean, he's a multi-billion dollar brand, right? So he's got like... So he's broken everywhere. all... He's kind of... Re- he rewrites the playbook and then kind of it... it, it, it but it does come down like someone's like hey lebron you don't have to play by the regular rules you can have six agents and and make them all just give you one percent and then the lesser guys are like oh i never thought of that so they might be like i'll have three agents and give them all two percent whereas like a new guy might have just one agent and one manager and he's given five percent yeah a hundred percent that that is more traditional now than not you know so you know all of the biggest brands in sports would have it's literally just you know having enough people in the market talking to you know different pieces of the market so you know i don't know how he organizes it but he has a movie agent you know so people right. bring in movie deals you know he has uh you know somebody that's probably very concentrated on sports marketing and then there's just evergreen marketing which is like louis vuitton can come to a guy like that's got nothing to do with sport it's off the court so he probably has people focused in areas, but you know, a non-exclusive sports marketing relationship is not a foreign concept. There's many that do that. And then you have like the problem 
not the problem. Like most sports, even ours, like this would help people understand ours better because I think a lot of people look at ours and think like everybody should get paid, which I would love that. Like that'd be amazing, um, but that's just not reality. And all those other sports are the same. You just don't realize it. They get big contracts. You got a guy making ten million a year in the NBA sitting on the bench. He doesn't have any endorsement deals. They're they're you know, or maybe they're very local uh, or small, but you know. You know, most of those NBA players are living off, you know, they got a thing with Nike, but all it is is they have Nike Elite money and they can get as much product as they want. They're not getting like, there's like 10 guys that are paid by Nike. Like, there's like, that's not, so it's like very top heavy in most sports. Um, and, you know, when those guys. Yeah, one, per, it's like in fighting, and I don't have a problem with this either, but uh, um, uh, one per, 1% of the fighters get 90% of the money. And it's probably like that. Sport. It's probably like that in a lot of sports, right? It is in most. I mean, There's I only so know. much media time. There's only 12 hours we're fucking awake a day consuming media, right? And so oh. th- it's a competition for it. I, 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 he, I, let me throw this out there too. So I see, I see, I see businesses giving money to athletes that I can't fucking believe they're giving money to, and I can't tell why they're doing it because I just don't think that these people are 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 moving the needle. That being said, um, uh, um, I also put it on the athletes. Like, hey, really, you're taking money from those people? Do you, like, are you how how many um, cans of uh, of let uh, me make some beard wax are you going to sell for them? You don't even have a beard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, um, but then again, like you said, I don't know what the exchange is. So I see, like, I'll use podium as an example. I see a lot of people um, uh, with their podium, but I assume that there's tears to that. Like you said, like if you're just like a, a guy who's made the quarterfinals, you just get a can of podium. You, you're not getting like, you don't get to sit in the booth at the games. I don't know how other agents, managers would look at this. I think, you know, I can just speak to how we would, which is we look for opportunities. That's, you know, that's creating eyeballs on somebody, their talents, you know, it's helping develop their brand. So, you know, there, there's a base layer to that where, you know, you're willing to, you know, accept, marketing in exchange sometimes because that's really what helps to start to tell the story about you know a individual that's emerging in a space so that, you know there's a lot of different ways to approach it that that again goes back to that same ana- analogy in nba the harder part in the nba is players not endorsed are still making 10 million a year so the endorsement to like you know do something for growing your brand is less oh. enticing to a lot of oh. people oh. because they're like a hundred grand like i wouldn't get out of bed for that at this point you know it's like i gotta give a full day photo shoot for this it's yeah but the smart ones do those things because that's where you're building your brand for when you're done on the floor yeah Um, you know and they're laying into content there's so much there's so many great things like we're part of it a bit too and there's a lot of um man this like you know whatever 5.0 version of you know the athlete uh business people in the world they're all collaborating now. Like we're getting all these sports team opportunities to invest. Like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, whether you can call it private equity, but you know, it's not like these guys are, they're, they're smart. Like Tom Brady brought into a soccer team in England because he knows he can leverage his brand against that to help grow their brand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he probably gets some, some, you know, better consideration on his investment because of that. There's lots of that going on right now. The next, you know, 20 years of sports going to be really interesting. It's going to be the first thing you see like a lot of players owning teams. You know, that wasn't even practical before because they were 
kind of where we are today, right? You know, when, when we do all that comparison, which can be, I know, nauseating at times, like, but in golf they do, and in this they do. That's only to say, like, hey, by the way, they've, they're 50 years ahead of us. Like, how do we pick and choose things that they've done and, or, or even better, not make mistakes that they've made along the way? The golf ball is an amazing phenomenon, right? Same with the tennis ball because good tennis players – I've been playing – I've been going to tennis with my kids for four or five years now, O'Keefe, and I didn't realize that good tennis players, every time they go to the court, they crack a new can. Some tennis players, a lot of tennis players will even use two cans. Like an hour through, their balls will not be as good anymore. And so we, we don't even have that in CrossFit. We don't yeah. even have anything that you just the, – the, the golf ball industry is a $10 billion a year industry. That's a uh, – um, uh, yep. hundreds of times bigger than the entire revenue of the NBA just or the uh, WNBA uh, just golf balls just the fucking balls so we're we are kind of in a weird space right someone's got to figure out what it is that we need to we need something that you throw away after every workout <laughs> shoes it's techno I mean that, there is a good example of shoe, shoes or techno I mean you're like talking you know I'm in the golf world so I agree that's like you know you I'm, I'm like throwing a golf ball away every couple of holes because it has a scuff on it most right. people would be like who cares it's like well it matter it curves differently because of that scuff like the, you know it's weighted differently there's all kinds of crazy stuff you gotta be careful with with that um, yeah and the same would exist here I guess to some extent it's like you know what's a fresh pair of grips feel like? Mm. That's getting nuancy, but you know, truly, there's something there. At a and not everyone where, uses. Not everyone. Use, like I never would use grips. Grips are for pussies. I don't use grips either. So, thank you. Thank you. You don't have to lie just because you're on the show. I don't. I don't. I just like, they're not for balls. pussies either. By the way, everyone's My, gonna be like, oh, "You're just not good enough." It's a joke. Everyone, chill, relax. You gotta build those calluses. O'Keefe, what about this? What about also? I mean, speaking of nuance, there's, there's. There could be someone out there with two million Instagram followers, but they can't convert anything. But you still, like, they can't. They just can't sell anything. But, but you, you give them, you have them because more people are going to see your product, right? So then you get the name out there versus someone who actually can move product. Right. Do, do you ever do you ever think about that? That's something that I think about a bunch. Like, okay, if I just wanted my name out there, I would give it to this person. If I wanted the product moved and I wanted brand value, I'd give it to this person. And the number of followers and views might be like totally different or just their cadence. So the buttery bros are fucking anyone who's in the media space, but especially them are fucking brilliant because they they have a constant cadence. Whoop podium, whoop podium, whoop. And so there's no it's just it's just it's just relentless. Whereas if you um, give the money to, let's say, a uh, top-notch CrossFitter, you get three posts on Instagram with them, and it's like, no one gives a shit. Yeah. A, it's changed a lot since when we first started, you know, with CrossFit as a sport, and influencers emerged, athletes. Um, it, it's uh, volume, the vol- you remember this, like, 10 years ago, everybody was, like, really protective about looking too commercial, and, like, you know, it was, like, you know, tricking people into seeing something on their Instagram, but not really talking too much about it. I went through it with every athlete. And why? Because that was just like the feel of the time was like, hey, and it, and it also was, you know, contributed to like how Instagram or Facebook would act, you know, um, so you had to be careful around those stuff. But now today, the, vo- the players volume on content it's you know oh it is. User- it is okay and that makes sense yeah, yeah volume yep okay user ge- user generated content and volume user generated content are like one A and B. You know, it's like why you see a platform like the NFL 
is which is fascinating. We heard the CMO speak like a month ago at an event we were at, and they've opened up the floodgates. They let 300 essentially YouTubers, uh, they give them all access to on-field, before and after, locker room, all that to create content for their platforms. They pay them to do it now. They literally... Oh, they pay trip. the YouTubers or the YouTubers pay them? No, the, the, the YouTubers don't pay. They're like, you know, this problem... The NFL like, gives them a little stipend, like maybe like a hotel and a flight out there and be like, hey, make some content on us? From what I can hear, you know, it's... Some of them may be, you know, healthy compensation so wow but, you know like mr beast is on is does nfl content you know uh d strong you know does nfl content demi bagby like does nfl content you know they go do something unique on the field before game day then they go game day they're on the field warming up with the team yeah um, yeah and and uh you know it's reach it's it's volume it's unique content it's user generated like all that stuff is hot right now it's really hard to make hay just posting something on your Instagram today to say like paper street coffee on Savon's. Uh, I mean, YouTube's a unique place that is very good for uh, brands to live, you know, and Instagram is as well. It's just a different approach now, like whitelisting. So, you know, paying against the audience uh, that, you know, a athlete has built is important. That's kind of how you have to access it through an Instagram. Or What's that mean? What's place. that mean? Paying against the audience. Well, if I have 2 million followers and I post about, you know, podium, you just look at those posts. If it's an organic post, there's like way less views and engagement. But if you pay, you can then take that and boost it and pay against it and actually say like, hey, I want to pay against 100,000 of my followers. You know, you can go through your oh, audience. My, so that, that. That's for me. One of my, most, feels, one of my guests did that. One of my guests did that. They took one of my podcasts yeah. And they somehow boosted it. And they made a fucking killing. And totally. I never I didn't even I didn't even know you could do that. The way that those plot you know, meta, I didn't know you could boost YouTube shit. Facebook, Instagram works is and it's really cool. It's been you know, a lot of business success stories are people that had figured out how to really activate through those platforms. Noble is a great example of it. You know, Todd is a digital marketing genius. And, and tactically, it was, you know, you build an audience that you um, really is identified as what your consumer looks like. It could be a CrossFitter that's 25 to 35, takes baths on Monday. Like, you can get, like, super specific on this, and it builds you an audience that you pay against. You know, so it's like, I, it's called lookalike audience. So you want an audience that looks like this, and you list 20 things. And it produces a million people in the United States or like, you know, London, wherever you kind of want to target and you pay against that. And so then there's, you know, there's a lot of belief that like, hey, Matt has 2.5 million followers. And, you know, that's there's a real steady group of people that are there and have been forever. It's like, well, what do we need to build a look like audience for? We can just, you know, they look like they like Matt and they transact you know things through Matt so let's pay against that group so you'll see like that see all athletes whitelist their own whitelisting is a total separate thing it's the same tactic but are you using the word whitelisting is that what it's called whitelisting and those are just really point those are really specific demographics so whitelisting would be take Matt Fraser's uh, Instagram handle 
and Beam is a partner of his. They whitelist quite a bit, and they you you will get targeted with an ad from Beam, and it will be yeah. like Matt Fraser's social. And then you'd go to Matt Fraser's social, and you wouldn't see that ad, you wouldn't see that post, you wouldn't see that story because it lives behind the wall and it's being targeted towards a direct audience through Matt's social, but it's not on the evergreen platform. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fascinating. A, a whitelist, uh, a cybersecurity strategy that approves a list of email addresses, IP addresses, IP addresses, domain names, or applications while denying all others. Interesting. There's your lookalike audience. So you're taking a platform, listing something on it, and targeting it against a group of people that you've chosen to. I always thought Noble's Noble story was bizarre and they would want to hide it, that they came up with the name and the brand before the product. Like that just seems so ass backwards to me, like disingenuous. Like I, I did not, you, you know what I mean? Right. Cause that is their story, right? I think so. I, I'm not, I'm not they're like, Hey, we want to sell something. And then they're like, fuck, we got this great name. Okay. What should we sell? They, I will. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can say a lot of things there. I, I don't, I would say, though, that the two men that started it were Reebok executives. So one of them ahead of design. So I'm, a, I'm certain that there was plenty of thought that there was going to be a footwear clothing company. What, what happened? To, is Noble, who owns Noble now? I keep hearing that it's sold. I, I have know. No idea. I have you nothing don't. to do there. So um, at this point, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I do know that you know. I've seen what everybody else has. That Michael Rapoli started body armor and vitamin water and exited for billions successfully. Is involved. Um, you know, some reports are that he bought it. Some that he invested. <clears throat> I still have some good friends there. Um, but do the original owners own it? I, I couldn't speak confidently to that. Okay. I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to create a rumor or anything. I have okay. my okay. opinion. I do. I do. I do. So that's smart. That's smart. Good. Yeah. 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 I love I love a good rumor or two. Or so. <laughs> um, oh, who, Oh, let me see that. Who, oh, okay. Let me see. Uh, Marcus yeah, Wilson and Michael Schaefer founded the Boston based athletic clothing and footwear business. The NFL's official combine training partner on field and clothing hat provider for the NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis is the training gear and shoe from no firm noble, but that's doesn't from, say who owns it, I guess that's from March. It just says that Marcus and Michael are the owners. The title of it is who owns noble, like meet the owners. So okay, okay, Caleb, you, hey, you need a button that you pushed. It's like, it sounds like this, like, but like uh, two seconds before you come in. So you don't scare the guests, especially the older ones. Like, O'Keefe. I don't want you like to just pop on and he, <laughs> <laughs> Who's, am, are you? Am I older than you? Sarah? No, you're younger than me. I'm fucking old man. I don't know. Can't do burpee. I'm 51. 51. I turned 52 uh, in, in, in March. I Maybe I am 52. I'm 46. That um, that article's in March, which would be not factual to what today looks like because March is before a lot of the changes happened. So. That was probably an NFL article related to the combine at the time, which was pre, I don't know, chaos or whatever, you know, um, change that came you know, to normal. Um, how do you, how many athletes do you think um, uh, wear use chafing cream? Is that a popular product? What a, what a random question. We're brainstorming products. I need to because I have a product coming out. I'm so excited. I'm going to be fucking rich and quit this podcast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm about to be so rich. It's crazy. I don't even know what I'm going to do it, with myself. I want to hear. I want to hear about this. Well, let's leak it now. This marketing, by the way. The, oh my god, it's so good. 
And, the, and it's and then you need it. You need to buy it. Everyone needs everyone uses it and you gotta buy it all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. So I was just you thinking, need, you, need, I saw, you, you want to know how my, my thought process went? I saw Jedediah Snelson. That's a um, uh, CrossFit Games uh, wheelchair champion, dude, right? Oh, I was go. like, I bet you this motherfucker uses some products we don't know about. And then I just thought, you, oh, gee, I wonder if everyone uses chafing cream. Like, just like, like before every event, does Chandler Smith take a big old thing from the tub and ripe it between his inner thighs and his cock and balls? I don't, don't know. know. I I, okay. I think I think you know you would see it. You would see it at HWPO canisters of it laying yeah. around. It's definitely not happening. I'll tell you that. There, okay. You know, there's a lot of uh, compression shorts. Takes care of that. Stefan. Oh so, oh okay yeah I didn't fuck I don't even know okay that's good. Oh wait let me see that what's that balls out. Um, Oh, I just thought of another good question. You, I want you to be honest with this. Uh, balls out anti-chafing ball powder. Hey, so he sent me that, and my kids just love using it. It's so fucking weird. They just want to, like, use de- – they just want – kids are weird. They just want to use product. My kids are like, can we – he sent me some deodorant, too. They're like, can we use the deodorant? I'm like, no one in our family uses deodorant. They're like, we want to. Do you think that they just buy Johnson Johnson baby powder and then just put it in their own bottle? <laughs> so that, I hope so. So they, so they don't have to manufacture I hope so. <laughs> um, my product, we're manufacturing ourselves. I already saw. I already saw the. Uh, I already what saw the. It? Oh, I, it's fucking. I, I can't tell you, but someone in here mentioned it. I'm buying Sevy's toothpaste. Okay, that was a dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Hey, you know, you know, and you know who I was gonna try to get to endorse it is Dave, because he's got those big old fucking teeth. You know, when he smiles, he just got. You can see his smile, right? Oh yeah, Any totally. There's we got some big teeth in our space that can that you can dive in on. <laughs> Who are you thinking? Go ahead, give me one. Who are you thinking? Who's got a big grill? You're like, fuck, you got some choppers. Christmas Abbott used to have some choppers. Miranda uh Miranda Alcarez has some choppers. Like when she smiles, I think I see her teeth. I have to think about that. Okay. There's definitely Dave Dave for sure. I mean, and that's not criticizing Dave. It's no, like, dude, you oh, want choppers. Oh, People are always like, dude, you oh, smile yeah. and no watch my smile. smile. I'm jealous. I'm trying to. I don't hide even my show teeth. teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hide my shit. Yeah, look yeah, at those dude. choppers, dude. And he doesn't do any teeth whitening or anything. Look at me. I don't even yeah, yeah. fuck that. I ain't I'm, je- I'm, je- I'm jealous. Yeah. I need to get some veneers that look like that. What percentage of my company do you think I have to part with to get Dave to endorse? Do you think I have to pay him money or give him a percentage? I'm a small company. I mean, do you need an agent? <laughs> good question <laughs> damn you, you're you good should, O'Keefe you, you should do this for media people I get asked that a lot by people from within that ecosystem uh, it's just not like my core competency honestly so I think somebody that did do that on that side would be successful but yeah I mean when you look at it you know if I was you know representation in that situation it's like you know where is it at you know What's the potential? What's my influence going to be on it as, you know, a personality athlete influencer? Because you could think all the way from equity down to just getting paid, depending on the positioning of the brand. You know, I would say, like, certain athletes today, which is really cool, there's great opportunities, you know, that have, you know, legacy and in, in, in the, the platform warrants it is, you know, there's definitely opportunity to be invested in these businesses. Which hey, is really but you know cool. why the athletes suck? I, I because they're here today, gone tomorrow. Dave's gonna Dave might be here for fuck another thirty years. Do you know what I mean? 
It, it's, so, 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 so like some, athletes, some for sure. you know, like unless you're Matt or Tia or Rich, like bye. We have a group. We talk, we've talked about this recently. Like we definitely have a group of athletes that are. It's hard to duplicate, duplicate those platforms. Yeah. yeah. And they're aging, they're aging out. You know, it's like we be an interesting time in CrossFit as like all these kids, you know, Matt and, you know, Annie, Katrin, Tia, like all these people start to brick wells. Like they have hey, let, massive platforms. Let me also say this those first handful you did, they didn't get there by thirst picks. I'm also very curious how the ones that got there by thirst picks, like there's ones out there, like it's just pure fucking vag. And I'm really wondering, like, I'm excited to see what happens in 10 years as, um, as, as their bodies change. Like, like, as you're no longer, uh, um, uh, a 22 year old, uh, um, babe, I don't know what the word is. I'm trying to say it nicely, but enticing men to want to, uh, um, have intimate, uh, situations with you. I'm very curious as opposed to like T ain't doing that shit. Like T is like, I don't see her doing any, any, uh, any, any third, I mean, she's got an insane body. Don't get me wrong. Fucking world-class, like, but, um, I don't see her doing any sex symbol shit. That is, you know, you're seeing the start of that with people like Matt and Rich, you know, what is yeah. the next, you know, phase of it and how do they use their platforms, you know, to, you know, stay present, you know, the, you know, you're seeing them, you know, educate, you know, provide, you know, you know, protocols, prescription to train, um, endorsing. Would you recommend that a girl change? By the way, let's say let's say you have a 22 year old client, right? Mm-hmm. And they come on the stream scene strong with tons of body pics, right? Would you would you recommend that they slowly pivot from that um, as they get older? Like, hey, I think that that's a that's a tough question to answer because I think each individual situation is different. Because I, quite frankly, there are people that that is who they are and if they're they, they're fine with that and right, that's how right. they want to go about things you know i'm not saying it's a bad thing by the way too don't get me wrong like if i had a, like if my body looked like andrew hillers i would never have my shirt on either i am i love bodies i'm no way uh, denigrating those people but i'm just thinking um i'm just thinking like if i if i if i, I would want to like cultivate I would want to cultivate a, a wider breadth while I have that audience. I, I'll give a great example, uh, Haley Adams. Like, I don't think people are going, nothing, absolutely nothing's wrong with her physique, but I don't think people are going to her account uh, for, because of the constant nonstop onslaught of, uh, of amazing body pictures. That's how, you know, it's how she's chosen to present herself yeah. as well, you know, and I think that that's, yeah, that's okay. You, no as an agent, you wouldn't tell one of your clients that, like, hey, hey, Rich, soon your tits are going to be saggy. Maybe you should do a little, start prepping with some more shirts on, uh, shots. It's not necessarily a situation I'd be uncomfortable talking about. I think right. the, the, where you would talk about it is if you thought that it was, you know, not aligned with their values, you know, right. and, and oh. how they wanted to be perceived as a brand, you know, you know so it's not like, a distant conversation from, you know, any one individual would be like, you know, Hey, you're trending more towards this. It's not like that's wrong or right. It's just, you know, is that where you want to be? Um, that would definitely be a conversation. For agent. And along those lines, look at, um, uh, you could, you could, you could, uh, you could fuck yourself by over planning. Look at uh, Miranda Alcarez. Uh, she was started, wanted to start a, uh, a training platform called street parking. Two months later, she got pregnant. She's like, Oh, it's never going to succeed. Cause I'm going to get fat and pregnant. Next thing you know, that was the most popular part about her program. And she's fucking murdering. 
she totally she so totally she, diminishes how great of a businesswoman you know and how great of a job that they've done by when you yeah. talk to her she's like you know i got lucky i was pregnant i'm like no that's got nothing to do with <laughs> lucky. You know? she's I like awesome it. i mean they're i love i love those guys and what they're yeah. doing I'm, I, um they're they're you know they they they're they inspire us and we're friends and I, I just like I take a, I learn a lot from them on a daily basis they're just good people that are doing good things for the right reasons you know it's um but yeah you know they're successful because they work their asses off and yeah they have great marketing and some of those tools I'm sure but they're not sustainable to like Miranda isn't and they aren't you know, super successful because she you know, did a lot of working out when she was you know, pregnant. It's because she's great at what she does and she puts out great content. And she speaks to the, you know, to her, her team and members, you know, and provides them a great experience, you know? So. And yeah, she's she, relentless. They're relentless. They're relentless. They're, they're awesome. They're, yeah. they're super cool. Yeah. I, I, I love those guys. Hey, thanks for coming on. Dude, this is great. Honestly, it's good to catch up. Yeah, always. You look great. I'm happy to see to see you. You're always welcome on the show. Thanks for doing this. I really appreciate you, dude. I, as do I, you, and um, I'll make sure that we're reaching out for content clips. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Have your agent. Do you have an agent? <laughs> no, I do not need an agent. Okay. Okay. All right. Just <laughs> for sure. Just yeah, no, definitely not. But, um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it and uh, appreciate you having people on especially people we're connected to um, and having great conversations like this. Dude. It's always great to catch up. Awesome, brother. All right. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Who, who, who am I getting kicked out for? Uh, Andrew Hiller and um, um, uh, the Pink Panther. What's up, dude? Wow. What's up, boys and girls? Oh, dude, you guys caught me right in the middle of doing some work. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> now, now hey, it's like why I asked. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know Andrew these guys? Hillary, O'Keefe? O'Keefe, could you, you help him get a sponsorship to get him a T-shirt? <laughs> I was wearing. I think based on through some of the uh, connections you might have, there might be even some low-tier sponsor that just couldn't make the cut for Matt uh, for Frazier, and you could give it to Hiller. Maybe yeah, get maybe, it. It's maybe winter Puma. season around there. Puma would be pretty right. Yeah, man, there's I mean, a lot of options these days. I got hand-me-downs yeah. too. If you need okay. Some. I was so, gonna say, no, I hope you. Yeah. I hope you getting. I hope you getting paid by that pink sweatshirt company. <laughs> O'Keefe, so that's a that's a perfect example right there, all kidding aside. So you know Andrew Hiller's out there. You know he's making content every day. And so you might think, okay, it would be good to stay close to this guy. I'll get him a T-shirt contract, and that way I have him kind of in my pocket a little bit as a tool to, to also use to facilitate. There's to be a synergy between all my clients then because then I don't have this fucking loose cannon out there, Andrew Hiller trolling my fucking clients. Like, that's how I'd be thinking if I was an agent. Get this guy a little fucking T-shirt. You know, he can make it like $500 a month off the guy. Ever I mean, you're, thinking like a, you're thinking like an agent. I think you should do it. All right, thank this you. Is this is some I think you should. You got a shirt. You got a shirt on right now. I mean, you should be peddling your own stuff. This is market, market manipulation. I like this. As, I've as said as Andrew a half dozen shirts. What are you talking about? <laughs> as a as a requirement for being on your show, you should you know have to be in uniform. Ooh, a uniform. Now we're talking. God dang it, dude! I All mean, right, Mister well, O'Keefe. Th- see you guys. Thank you. Thank see you, you guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Is it just mirrored his tone change?
when you guys <laughs> when got on the room exploded <laughs> yeah i don't think he's a hundred percent a fan of me um everyone's a fan of you dude are you kidding me I, i'm the sweetest peach that there is there's a Every. beaver on here <laughs> this guy looks beaver. like one of these guys from QAnon. What do you think about his jacket? That's the gift that keeps Are giving. Are you an incel from QAnon? Because that right there, dead giveaway. <laughs> three days in a row, but Caleb, Caleb hasn't been attacked in three years, and now he's got a target on his back. <laughs> hey, dude, I got a picture of me wearing one of these shirts. You know those mesh shirts? You ever see those things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are cool. I could see you doing that. I totally got a picture of me wearing one of them. It's, very, it's a very popular picture from my affiliate days. Hunter, I think both you and Hiller could be um, icons in the gay community, even though you're – I, I want to be, I, dude. You do? You do or you yeah, don't? I don't understand. Like, the straight world sucks. Like, what's the point? Yeah, the I think you guys world, could totally be uh, – The gay world's just so much more inclusive and fun, and, like, they're always partying. They do drugs all the time. They never die. They never get old. They're, they're always, always happy. Rich. They're always rich, and I guarantee they support – like some of my like really broke friends that didn't really have a ton of opportunities started OnlyFans, and now they're richer than I am, and I own three companies. Wow! And wow. all they have to do is just post their penis a little bit, and they're just killing it. So I'm like, and I don't even think that these guys who are paying for their OnlyFans are paying to see the penis. They're just they like to share. They're just what do you mean they like to share? What do you mean? They're just like, hey, I'm I've got all this cash, and like I'm just gonna throw some your way today. Oh, 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 oh. boom. Not, yeah, I am sexual, dude. That no way is that really, really you? Yeah, the short one. <laughs> what like what over the fuck? You oh, look yeah. like Noah. Careful. Oh, Noah Olsen. Wow. <laughs> and there, Noah's Jack. That's cool. Hey, how come those dudes are so much taller than you? You're not short. Uh, they're all like six three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, swimmers are taller. How do you feel these shades? Hey, Hunter, I have a little question. Are you sitting on the ground? How is your bed so high up there? Where are you sitting? How is this work? <laughs> I um I have one of those kind of like Japanese um like hibachi tables as a desk. So you kind of sit underneath it. It's like a sub area. There's my desk, and then my my bed is on stilts. You're not afraid you'll roll off or something? Is that on purpose so you could do people doggy style, like a girl could stand up next to it and bend over and be comfortable? Everything in my house is functional, okay? You get what I'm trying to say? There's purposes behind all of it. My favorite is wow. when I have... Wow. That's, 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 that's me right now. Dude. That's how yeah. you're sitting. That is great. <laughs> you need a man bun. How would you find a picture of Sevon sitting at one of Hunter's tables? <laughs> that's me at Hunter's house. Oh, dude. You'd love it. You'd love it. It is so good. How you boys been? I haven't seen you guys in like a long ass time. It feels like you've been too no, busy running around. I mean, we just saw you. I feel like we just saw you less than a month ago. We had I a know, good cadence I, I going. You. Can I not sincerely miss my friends? Yeah, you can. All right. Hey, that's cool. Uh, uh, have Have we had you on since you set the uh, world record? No, but I smashed that thing. Again? So, so, so tell me. So, I know that you were going to set try try to set the world record in a team event. And you guys yeah. fell short, and I and you were a little pissed off. You felt like there maybe was some shenanigans with the course or the timing or something was weird. But so then, Ooh. did that inspire you to re-break the world record again, the Hyrax world world record? Uh, it didn't necessarily inspire me. It was my just goal to to break fifty two this year, and I ended up getting fifty three twenty two. Yeah, I know. I I was wrong. It's it's twenty two, but I didn't. 
didn't edit it. Not going back. But <laughs> I actually didn't know I was going to be in good enough shape to set the world record. I just went for it. It actually hurt way more than it ever has before because I haven't been doing the specific training that it takes to run at that speed. And yeah. It took a chunk out of me. It'd be like, like imagine tell me, I, I love like, hearing that. Tell me about the hurt. Well, imagine like you had been training like a powerlifting cycle in your off season. Then you just went for a one rep max snatch. And then all of a sudden you're just shoulder sockets were just totally, you got the rep, but the amount oh. of damage you did, it just, it was like, I was in a different place. And, you know, for me, I go into beer drinking season right after world championships. I take time off. And then I did those two Ironmans. I was just doing lots of volume and bodybuilding and stuff. And then you don't start speed work, at least in our sport, until around like January, February. And then Isn't you have speed like work a kind of like completely, I don't think an oxymoron's right, but it's an hour long event. Like, what do you mean speed work? Well, speed work, I guess, is like, uh, I, I guess it'd be like almost like you saying uh, there's strength training and then there's technique work. Like you're still moving weights, but one of them is more specific to get a specific outcome. So our version of speed work is, you know, we're doing threshold runs, 400 meter runs. Like you, you still need to train at a certain kind of speed to get the adaptation to hold speed. Like any of us could probably run a four minute mile for 100 feet. But then it's the people that can continue to hold, string it out for the entirety of the mile. And then the best people in the world are stringing it out for multiple miles. So unless you've made the adaptation, your body just can't. It doesn't matter if you have the lungs for it. Your body just can't sustain it. And like I have really great lungs, as I was trying to say, from doing all that Ironman training. But holding pace. Look at his fucking pace. body, Hiller. Are you suspicious? Look at dude, that. That is nuts, that's, dude. That's you, you look bigger than you have in a bit. Jesus Christ, dude. You do look Come bigger. On. Last dude, time I, I saw bit photos and videos of you, you were looking a little frail. Well, dude, I, I, got, I, I told you guys this. I got really sick in the summer, and I picked up that parasite, and I was just <laughs> shitting myself so, like silly for – Is that code uh, for eight, girlfriend, parasite? parasite? <laughs> I wish. I wish, dude. Hey, hey when, let me ask you another question. Uh, this is hard-hitting. You ready, Hunter? Yeah. From that event going backwards, when was the last time you vaped? Like, did you vape that day before the event? No, but I got wasted, wasted the Saturday before. What is wrong with you? How is it possible that you look so <laughs> good and you're so strong? Can you tell me about the hurting part again? Because I've had some hurts lately doing some shit that Hillers told me to do. That's like just really, you don't look like you're hurting. You're not like, no. If you, ever, if you watch these guys, I'm sure they're all hurting, but if you watch the people finish the marathons, like go sit, look at the most recent world record marathon finish, they walk across the finish line and they're just kind of like, but there's just periods of time in there where you're like, hey, I have to hold like a 435 mile to set this world record. And for some reason, mile 16 to 18 feels like 10 times harder than the miles before and the miles afterwards. And it's just kind of like undulation of pain and intensity where there's times where you're feeling good and then there's times you're just not feeling good. But because of setting a world record in a sport like this, like you have to hold a certain pace the entire time, no matter how you feel. Otherwise, you're not going to get it. What is so, your best marathon? I only, I've only done one marathon. I ran a 254. But I think right Holy now, right, right now, I could probably run like a two. Like a probably like a two thirty high, maybe two forty two to two thirty eight, 
And if you I think it's bad, really you think went, it's bad for your career to do that? Me, uh, your body. You think you would take a? You know, like uh, uh, fighters only have so. This guy's many, setting the um, world record, and he's just kind of giving everybody like salutes and stuff like that. And then watch him come across. He just kind of like hangs out, smiles a little bit, and gives a hug. But I guarantee there is probably ten to thirty percent of that race, if not more, that he was dead. He's just pumped to be done, dude. Yeah. There was a wheelchair behind him. Did you see that? Uh, uh, dude, have you ever seen the finish line? Go look at this. This is incredible. Go look at Christian Blumenfeld Olympic finish. He comes across and then like lays down the ground, then celebrates, and then just starts violently throwing up. <laughs> like it's incredible. Uh, like the, these guys are so measured and so contained with their performances during the actual like action, and then afterwards they completely unravel. Like you just wouldn't know what they were going through, but. To see somebody wretch like that after winning an Olympic gold medal, you just know what it took. It's yeah, insane. Uh, 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 so, sorry, uh, an interruption. Hunter, is Sevon fitter than Eddie? Listen, guys. Listen. Eddie Ift? Yeah, I'm not even like in the same world as him. Yeah, but Eddie that, guy, context, that Eddie guy is so fucking fit. Yeah. And asked for advice about training. And yeah. This you guy think just that he's fitter goal. than you are? Are you kidding me? Eddie if dude, he was a fucking former track guy. He's fucking like, so here's what? the kind of, here's the, I only have fit- C- or C- media director of the, listen, listen I can carry, I can carry a 40 pound bag for all day. That's it. That's like, like if I'm like sitting on the couch, I can carry a 40 pound bag all day. Uh, I don't, I don't do chew anymore. This is not a plug, but I switched over to, to, um, <laughs> coffee grinds. Oh, I tried those ones. Up. Those suck. You say well, it's, better than doing, it's better than doing chew. I've been it's chewing so coffee since dry. I've been like 15. Yeah, they are. They are kind of shitty. What we used to do is we would take, um, if you really want to have a good time, you take op- you open up your chewing tobacco. You got Copenhagen, long cut. You fill the tip of the tin with whiskey, and then you put it back on, and then you soak the entire thing with whiskey, and then you pack lips. Did you That's say you, you are replacing so, your chew with coffee grounds? Did I hear yeah, that? Yeah, so right? like you, so every single one of these things has has this, and you see how it's like a very shallow top. You fill yeah. that with whiskey, and then this is supposed to be tobacco. Let's just say, and then you just basically <laughs> pour that in there, take it, shake it up, pack a lip, and then you just get to work. Pack your pouch. Wow, is it legal hey, in High Rocks? How is it? Let me. Let me ask this real quick. How is it um, when tobacco raises your heartbeat? So when I see people like Fraser or you doing tobacco, I'm always like, how the fuck can they what be doing that? tobacco? That's coffee. You sure? Yeah. Okay. No, that's not coffee. This is coffee. So oh, what is what that? This is my hydration drinking green powder. Mm. That's your hydrate, like a, a Hunter McIntyre product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? It looked like that thing from beer. I've showed you this, but it's called, it's called hydro. Uh, we basically created like um, what I call hybrid hydration. I wanted to have a product that was like it was differently designed than what you see in the bodybuilding world or the Ironman world. This is more for hybrid athletes. So we use amino acids and electrolytes. If you guys ever want to get really good at intensity at training, don't, uh, don't dope. Like use a lot of taurine. Like we use 3,000 milligrams of taurine per scoop. That allows you to push it in intensity. It's pretty epic. Go to Builder. Um, Builder I don't think Sports. you hurt that bad for some reason, setting the High Rocks World Champion. 
shit. No. Not terribly. What's the what's the mo- is there a workout where you hurt really bad where you're writhing on the ground you thought maybe you might have a heart attack or like you were calling for your girlfriend to help you or something like like I did the other day? You ever have uh, do you have any memories you're like holy fuck that was really bad? I'm trying to think. Oh god, it was like what's what's it's called like sevens? The it's the workout. Yeah, you know that I'm talking about. It's like There's seven deadlifts and the high pulls and the it's like two twenty five deadlift. Yeah, push up. Well, yeah, it's like it's it's really hard. And when I first got into CrossFit, I was working with Brian McKenzie, and he programmed this for me, and it just fucking wrecked me. There's no high pulls, and I got the deadlift weight wrong. Yeah, but 135 pound thruster <laughs> when I was 24 was insanely heavy. Like, it was all singles. How old are you now? I'm 10 years older, 34. Hey, is, is the records you're setting in High Rocks just so obviously going to be beaten because you're old in setting them? Like, are they just 10 years away from a 24-year-old doing it? Um, I mean, dude, I think, like, everything, like, sport gets better with time and, and like, science gets better with time. So I don't know. Like, I think if you took these carbon-plated shoes out of running right now, all of the records would be about three minutes slower than they are. What are carbon-plated shoes? They're called super shoes. So everybody's running in carbon-plated super shoes, which gives you, like, basically higher levels of propulsion moving forward at about, like, a 1% to 3% gain. And no shit? Yeah, dude. I think it's super lame. But, like, Whoa. yeah, look at these shoes. They're, like, $300, and they're made of basically – like carbon plated turbines that just propel you forward. Are they and, wear once throw away? No, but you probably can get less mileage than the average shoe, but it it's in my mind it it's cheating. It's changed the entire industry and things like this will continue to come out. Like I say if you think about the Ironmans they did back in the day compared to now, the equipment that they're using is a humongous percentage of the results that they're getting. So I think that's something to do with it. Um, like, I don't, I don't know if people are getting fitter with time. I think people are just getting better at training, and the equipment's getting better. Uh, um, uh, what do you think the? Um, what do you, What do you think about that? Uh, that kind of that buzz that's going around that Ryan Fisher hyped up, saying that um, High Rocks will be bigger than CrossFit someday. Oh, I, I entirely, I entirely believe it. You do. You think it's going to be like? It's just something that everyone can participate in. Like they had 13,000 people competing two weekends ago and they just sold 21,000 tickets within like two to three days for the one May. And like, it may not be the most interesting thing. It may not be everyone's cup of tea, but everyone can do it. And so you think it's like, it, it's it'll like be bigger than tough mutter or Spartan race. You think it's, it's I think it. so. It may just like come up and pop and then, and then, and, and like, you know, basically go over. But I think for countries like the UK just soaked it up so quickly. Asia is going to soak it up next at an even mm. faster rate than the UK and everything. Uh, and then, you know, it's already in Australia and then it goes to South America. And all these people and I think CrossFit have been primed to do something like this for a really long time. And it's like the first, I think, first and most accessible touch point that functional fitness has ever had. Um, uh, hunt, doing hunters, uh, 12 days of Christmas tomorrow. Hey, it would be really good for CrossFit 
if High Rocks exploded? I think so. It would. Keep I think it would gyms be alive. really good. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they're competitors. Do you think they're competitors? I think they're. Um. Uh. Com- I think they're complementary. I fuck. think it's so stupid. So I'll, I'll tell you, like this is what I watched happen in the obstacle racing industry. There was there was Tough Mudder, Spartan Race, and OCRWC, and they all worked against each other for as long as they possibly could. What was the and one it, you said? OWC. I never heard of that one. O- OCRWC yeah. obstacle racing world championships. So they only oh, had oh, I have heard like two qualifiers and then a world championship. Okay. Um, and they all worked against each other for as long as they possibly could until the industry basically collapsed. Tough mutter went bankrupt and then Spartan race bought it. And then just recently Spartan race bought OCRWC. And now they're all working together to help improve the sport. And what happened was, is they all fought against each other, trying to have like independent market share and tried to like they'd intentionally position themselves or like if it was a really important weekend for obstacle race ocrwc spartan race would put their event the same exact weekend it was really petty shit and it (laughs) destroyed it destroyed the marketplace and what ended up happening was is like it just brought the entire experience for athletes around the world down and with just the way the economy works and people's interests and things it all dipped at the same time and collapsed. And now OC obstacle racing is probably the lowest it's ever been and continuing to go low. Sounds like oh, putting shit. the Fit Fest during the Dubai Fitness Championship. Yeah. And I'm watching now like CrossFit kind of do the same exact thing where if CrossFit was smart, and I'm not saying that they are or aren't. They aren't. I don't they aren't. It sounds like you're saying they aren't, but go on. They're definitely not. I never said those things. <laughs> Not uh, smart. I'm writing that down in my notes. Not not smart. Not smart. So, yeah, that's I think that what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to ignore High Rocks as long as they possibly can. And, and then they're going to ignore it as long as they possibly can. Deny, deny, deny. And then they will probably reach the point of such a low that then they all of a sudden try to create some kind of synchronicity. And at that point, High Rocks will be so big, they're like, we don't have anything. You don't have anything you can offer us. Like, do I Beijing. believe, let's just say the numbers right now globally are like 2,500 high rocks gyms. And there's about 12,500 CrossFit gyms. You're going to watch the vertical line of, of high rocks gyms go up as the parachute gets cut. And it just a plummeting <laughs> aspect of CrossFit gyms. And the pass is going to happen probably within 24 months. Let me ask less. you this then. So is this is this in, is this inaccurate? Um, uh, it's the model. High rocks is a sport, not a training model. CrossFit can be the fitness and facility for the sport of high rocks. But what you're saying is is high rocks. It, this is maybe a little misunderstood. Um, high rocks also is a training model. No, not really. And listen, it, what like what's a I high think, rocks gym? I think you that's have a, a lot question. of super fans that are watching this that have like petty attachment to CrossFit. Yeah, I, I don't care. Oof. Like I love CrossFit. I have six certifications from CrossFit. I, I think it's it's one of these kind of things where it was a great place to get started. But everybody mm-hmm. understands there's adaptations and evolutions with time. And right. I think people have recognized that what is what is if you had to say an average person when you think of CrossFit, what's the first thing they think it's synonymous with? Give me an intelligent answer, people. One more time, uh, I was reading. Super fit, super fit. No, 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 no. The average person, like if you say CrossFit to like you're just like your grandmother or somebody you met on the street, what is the first word they probably think it's synonymous with? We're talking with cross training, cross training, injury, injury. There you go. 
It oh, is that's considered... bullshit. Listen, dude, you, once again, you have this petty attachment to it, so I'm just going to try to do Lock this completely off. from a mar- marketing standpoint of, of just marketability Market and sales point. It is synchronous with the idea of injury. It is considered too tough. It's considered too macho to a lot yes. of the average population. Yes. And I'm not saying that they're right. I'm not saying they're right. Don't answer that fucking that, that, That's Greg. Uh, and and what's <laughs> going to happen think? is... It, 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 what's going to happen is basically High Rocks has no ego of like weight and movement and all that kind of stuff. Jesus it was Christ, just meant they to have you. Sufficient. They, they have you. What do you mean they have no ego? Wall. They have you. No, I'm just saying, uh, listen, I'm not saying which whatever business model is better. I know. I wanted to quit a year ago. I did. I really did. Because I was like, I'm done with this shit. There's nothing to be gained here. And basically. You're just going to watch this thing continue to grow. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't growing the pace, there, the pace that it was. A good point. Uh, call, oh, that's interesting. A uh, caller, go ahead. Thank you for being hey, patient. Hey, Sebi, it's, hey, Sebi, it's Plummer. I got two things for you. Um, one, I got a question. Um, would High Rocks be around if CrossFit ever existed? Probably. Where, what would you guys finish with, though? Way to put your freaking st- no, good point. They wouldn't be. They stole all the movements the from CrossFit. You're, the right. Right. you're right. They wouldn't be. You're right. They would. Would you be doing? But that's okay. I don't. Hey, don't be petty. That's okay, Hunter, to say it wouldn't be. That's fine. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're telling me no one in the history of time has ever squatted and thrown a ball up in the air before CrossFit. Not no one. Oh, come on, Hunter. Come on. Oh, it's all right. Okay. Plumber, move on. We know where they they slam it on the ground. They do fucking med ball slams for a hundred times. This, this, was like you, this was like you saying that everybody was a caveman until CrossFit came around. Did you know that like a thruster never existed until CrossFit came around? No one had never, ever squatted and then put a ball up over their head or a barbell over their head. Yeah, but, I think this is Hunter's petty attachment to High Rocks. There's no, yes, I'm, yes, it's no yes, attachment to Hunter. High Rocks, you guys just are so caught up in the CrossFit thing. I can't wait until this happens, and then we talk, and I'm talking to you guys next year, and there's only 1,500 affiliate gyms. <laughs> I'm changing the name of my show well, to the you're all, sitting around a trash can, you're all sitting around a trash can fire begging for help. You guys are such idiots. <laughs> hey, Will, <laughs> this is Will, High Rocks, just like you're like, don't you remember the time back when we – used to be so cool and uh, we did that the crossfit games in carson in 2013 maybe well, berkshire will finally throw us a bone <laughs> oh my god do you remember that guy rich Froden with his abs and his pecs it was amazing <laughs> oh my god i'm raising gosh. my hand raising my hand second question second question okay. Will. okay disregard the competition aspect right high rocks is a fitness racing thing crossfit the cure to the world's most vexing problem. Thank you. Right. My, my mom is not going to walk into a high risk gym, gym has been around longer and has had more right? people in it. Her, than fucking CrossFit. In a CrossFit gym You're a chump. Gold's gym has old. had more people in it than any, than 20 times the amount of CrossFit. You are a fucking fool. Spin Gold's has had more people in it. CrossFit is what you get a calculator out and then swallow the thing. So you could pick up on some basic fucking math. You retard. This is ridiculous. You guys are so hung up on CrossFit. You okay. have no idea. Peloton has done a better job. You guys are clueless. Oh, the number of people that have moved wrong. because of a basic fitness wrong. modality is so far beyond CrossFit. 
What, do you own an affiliate with three members? Are you that obsessed with this thing? You need to wake oh up, God. dude. No. You need to wake up. I am so sorry that you are blind. Like, do you live on a leper's <laughs> island with no information coming in on it because you are stranded with the rest of your this stupid is, this is, this friends? This is coming from the guy who wins $1,000 for a High Rocks event. Dude, it does oh, nothing to Jesus, do with monetary value. Jesus. Do you think that monetary value is based on my ep- like my, my my value of intelligence about the I made aspect. I made more money as a spin instructor than I did in high rocks. You can change someone's life. Oh my god, so can the Bible, you idiot. You into a what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you don't have to exercise. You can read the Bible and you can find something that's far more valuable than CrossFit, dude. Have a little faith, my friend. Uh, fantastic, I hope- uh, uh, Mr. Plumber. Thank you for calling. Uh, fantastic oh, conversation. I hope that your burner phone hey. runs out of fucking cell phone minutes, you idiot. Okay, thank you. All right, uh, talk to you later, Plumber. Thank you. Jeez. God, Ryan, holy shit! I cannot listen, believe listen. the audacity of we'll you, Listen, you did thirty or thirty walls. Listen, li- I know uh, Hunter McIntyre, the needle mover, every time. I know what a savage. Okay, hold on a second. Let's make some of this down a little bit. I, uh, that there would not be a high rocks without CrossFit. That is true. That's okay. I'm not saying that they invented the moves, but I'm saying it's a little. Uh, th- there wouldn't be. It's 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 basically a cross. Someone's like got the, the high rock. I I know the birth story of high rocks, and so do you. I someone's like, hey, let's just pick thing one. On I just think I'm not that saying you don't. I'm not saying well. you don't. I'm not saying you don't, but but I'm, but it's a really cool event, and it really tests fitness, and it's got a lot of different modalities, and it's a cool time domain, and all that stuff. I agree, but basically, someone thought, "Hey, this CrossFit sport's pretty cool, but if we could just take one event and do it over and over, we could maybe build, have the next marathon." And that's what High Rocks is. And I'm not right. That's I guarantee you, that's the origin story, right? No, I'm not. They, they don't even have a training modality, by the way. Who's they? High Rocks. High Rocks. They don't have an education platform, any of these kind of things. So it's not like this is something that's actually competing against CrossFit. Right. I think they complement each other. So you do think they complement each other? Yeah, of course, dude. I mean, it's the same way that saying like Iron Man. But OCR and and Tough Mudder were in competition. OCR and Spartan were in competition. It's basically run as a group. But, 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 but High Rocks is different than CrossFit in the sense that you can train CrossFit for and then express it in High Rocks. Like very cleanly. Sure. It doesn't, I think you guys think that I think there's something wrong with CrossFit. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I know you. No, I know. I don't. No, no. no, no you're no. not coming we're across like that at all. Over here. You're just ba- you're fair and balanced. You're not part of the uh, wa- brainwashed cult like the rest of us. I, I, I just like I, I'm just watching something happen right in front of us. Like what happened a couple of weekends? Didn't you guys have a competition for masters that nobody showed up to? <laughs> No, no, no. It was Take a good competition. No. It's because didn't promote it. All right. No. Oh. <laughs> It'd be like if the Super Bowl is happening and there were no commercials. All right. No, 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 no. People showed up to it. It was a, it was a big event. It's just not a big. It's like High Rocks. It's just not. Is High Rocks not a spectator? You're thinking event, about the it? adaptive games, Hunter. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Right. Isn't this what happened a couple weekends hey, ago? Hey, don't get me wrong. It's not. It's not like they're making. They're not making a killing off of this. How many people? Well, how does High Rocks make its money? By the way, like I at the no event. Clue. From, is it from um uh well just entrance? do the basic number if ten thousand people show up for a hundred pounds which is one hundred and twenty six USD that's a lot of money yeah okay so so ten thousand people run through the course in a day yeah for two days or three days or whatever Pretty okay crazy. all right so when you say all those people they're all participants okay and legends probably had I'm gonna say five hundred participants so uh, high rocks had twenty x the uh, participation 
No. Well, no, sorry. I thought you said there was 100. Yeah, you're correct. Um, in reality, I, I think what's going to end up happening is like eventually they're in expansion mode. So they're probably spending more than they're earning. But I don't know. You know how this I got goes. the Eventually. impression that the guy wants to build it and then sell it. I, am, I, am I misunderstanding that? I got that impression. He's been doing – Christian's one of the more interesting people. If you have him on, you interview him. He he is very, very interesting, very intelligent. I had him on. He, it was good, yeah. It was, okay. it was good. So then yeah. he, he's fun. I mean, like the guy has done so many things in his lifetime that it, it, yeah. it ends up being something – there's he's always cool. something to talk about. But I think he'd probably be on to the next business idea within five years. The only thing is, is he's excited about his kids going to college, and I would be terrified if my kids were going to college. His kids are awesome. Tio, oh, his son, is as actually working at High Rocks right now. Oh, and good. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. He's yeah. such a cool kid, dude. He's he's such a like he he works, I think, in the merch. And we went out partying last time I was hanging out with those guys. He's just a good guy. I met him when I think he was sixteen or fifteen at first. How old is he now? He's got to be nineteen or twenty. All right, is there a... Shut, <laughs> look at that beard. Do I need to grow my beard back and cut my hair? Dude, look at that look. Jesus. He's he's an insanely funny guy. He was very similar in that you and Christian. Hey, um let me ask you this with zero zero humility, please don't hold back. Um do you think High Rocks would be do you th- how do you think you've contributed to the growth of High Rocks? Uh, I, I, think I don't I think I'd ever heard of it. I know I would have never heard of it if it wasn't for you. Never, ever. I think they definitely have like a massive, uh, a massive hole in their marketing when it comes to the elite side of things. I think they have zero issue right now with participant numbers. I think for, as far as the professional of it, like the professional side, yeah, they probably would be still rubbing sticks together trying to make fire in the woods if it wasn't for me. But um that's that's okay that's good i mean i think like rich froning and annie thor's daughter and people like that in the very beginning stages were heroes that got us pretty aligned like lance armstrong came in and made cycling what it was like the united states did not care about cycling and like conor mcgregor and some other guys like tito ortiz and chuck liddell were the people that made ufc interesting you know, I think Mike Tyson in boxing and, you know, Tiger Woods in golf and that kind of stuff. So there's characters that people and brands just get attached to, you know. Mm. I remember hearing about it in what, 2017 or 18? A buddy of mine, very fit dude at the affiliate goes, hey, you want to go do this? And I go, no, I don't want to run a 10K. You out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Broken up by 10 separate things. Crazy. Five Listen, miles, exercise, exercise can be exciting. Are you? What do you do for exercise these days? Oh, hold on, hold on, say killer, hold on. Uh, uh, Will Plummer, I started oh, no. yelling, which is my bad. Nah, nah, dude. <laughs> let me tell you something. Fucking, you weren't gonna get in a word edgewise. The fucking redheaded firecracker was fucking all over you like fly on shit. Like that you did great, Will. You did, Will. You did perfect. But you lit the fuse and then you stepped back and we watched Hunter uh, handle his business. I hey. thought you were fantastic, Will, as a foil for. Uh, the great Hunter McIntyre, the Pink Panther, <laughs> as he's affectionately known. Uh, okay, uh, uh, and then one more thing before we talk about what Hiller does to work out. Um, when you want, and I won't forget Hiller, I want to know what you do to work out too, what you put in your butt. Um, when you want, how, how long did you enjoy the excitement from winning High Rocks? Was it even, do you enjoy it for 
even one day? Is it 24 hours or is it a week or how long do you get to ride that high? Or is it like, Dude, I don't minutes? think I'm going to enjoy any of this until I retire. Wow. So you really don't enjoy it. You don't get to enjoy it. No, it's not that you it's don't like, get to enjoy it. Like I enjoy the process of training for it, but I don't enjoy the process of winning it. And if you think about it, like I, I always have a target on my back. So the following week, I didn't really get to train at all because I was flying back from Europe. And then I get back here and I just start training and I'm like already going for the doubles record tomorrow. Like every decision is just like, you're only as good as your last race. And yeah, sure. I set the world record last race, but then I race this weekend and then you have to decide what you're going to do the rest of the season to set up like that really stellar world championship result. And then you get six months, three months of just like drinking beer and not talking about high rocks at all. And then you're right back into it. Mm. You know, Jesus, it, um, uh, uh, I figured it was like that. Uh, Hiller, uh, Hiller fit. Um, you do Hiller fit. You do Hiller fit programming. I do. Yeah. <clears throat> but do you really like still what? do CrossFit or do you just like do some bodybuilding and rowing intervals? Like what's, mm. what's like the dad? Body why, why would you think that that's something that I would do? Because it's something that I've done before. <laughs> I, no, I honestly, like, that's that? what I'm assuming my career is going to be like when I get done. I'm like, okay guys, it's chest day. I'm gonna do a hundred yeah. reps at 225, and then Jeffrey I'm Birchfield gonna do workout. Yep. five by five, uh, 500 meter rows at max effort with like three minutes rest between. No, that would be my day. I would say I do CrossFit with a mixture of power, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, and that's just freaking CrossFit anyway. So I do CrossFit. You still do CrossFit, like you go I, I hard. Try to, I try to bury my head into the wall as often as I can, but I've got an emphasis right now on. I got this workout that I'll do. It's 10 rounds, 300 meter row, 50 foot handstand walk. And about halfway, oh, through, halfway through that thing, my like, <clears throat> and I bet that this has something to do with the testosterone. My upper body position kind of gets all out of whack. So I've been working on positions quite a bit so that I don't feel like I got the shit beaten out of me halfway through a handstand walk where I'm struggling to maintain one position from being overly tight. I look like Will Morad when I'm upside down, just like super wound up. Dude, I'd rather put a gun in my mouth than do that workout. Why? I just Ten, don't, I don't want I, I don't want to walk on my hands. Like at this point in my life, it, my perfect workout would be 10-minute AMRAP of a 2K ski and then sit down and just do like 35-pound <laughs> kettlebell clean and jerks as many oh, reps left. Cool. That's cross like That's just like max engine. Okay, now I'm just hot and sweaty, and now I'm just going to use the rest of my energy to get a little pump and dump, and I'm done. Do you, you consider what you do, CrossFit Hunter? Do you consider what you do, CrossFit? Yeah, for sure. Is this Dave Astro on to you because it kicked you out of the CrossFit games? You'd rather do anything other than a handstand walk? No, but dude, even before <laughs> I got into that stuff, like I think it's interesting to ride a unicycle, which is like a very athletic and balanced movement. But I think like getting better at handstand walking to me is not one of these kind of things where I'm like super interesting. I'm like, oh, I was able to handstand. Same walk in a straight line. I'm like, have you ever tried going up a staircase? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, that's to me, that's not what turns me on. Like, I think when I'm older, I'll just like, like one day I'll, of a working out, I'll just get into a canoe and strap some five pound weights on the or kayak on the thing and get like an extra pump. And that to me, like just paddling as hard as I can for an hour would be a great workout. I think what that, you're thinking is you should just get into a river of maple syrup. You know? And just, yeah, yeah, but I just don't, I don't want to do the, the hard stuff anymore. I just want to get like big arms. Like, this yeah, is really uh, for this. Your arms are big. 
God, look how young you look there. Uh, Colton Merton's in the house. What's up, Colton? Good to have you. Sarah Cox in the house. Bed po- best podcast ever. Oh, awesome. Is Colton Merton the the guy, uh, the tiny crossfitter? Yeah, the tiny cross. Yep. Cross- I like that athlete. guy a lot. He's he's yeah, my. He, I'm I'm his biggest fan. No chance. No chance in um uh, high rocks being good at high rocks, right? Just too little. No, I think um, too much running day, for him. Yeah, the other day. Uh, what's his name? They did an interview with dude. Chris this Hinshaw freak has been to the games three times. I think this fucking little dude. dude he's yeah. the best. He's the freaking coolest. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, what were we gonna say the other day? You saw a dwarf do high rocks. You ever seen a dwarf do high rocks? Hinshaw. No. But look at that. Look, oh, at, okay. that. look at his levers. Have you ever watched dwarfs do powerlifting? It's the best. They only move like three inches. But it's incredibly impressive what they do. The this is, is so noise? fucking impressive. Is it, is this his heavy? What is this? How what much is he doing? Is that far? Was that like four fifty? It's a fuckload, is what it is. Didn't he do five hundred for reps recently? I just don't know if this is what that is. It's a fifty-five, two forty-fives, uh, thirty-five, and a twenty-five. Four fifty-five. Yes. Yeah, but he's done five hundred for reps. Around the same time, Nick Matthew did 500 for reps. So dude, they're I in competition. You have the strongest legs in CrossFit. You just got like a – dude, for him, dude, like a 70-pound dumbbell snatch is only about two feet of movement, and he just rips. I'll never forget Colton massacring the dumbbell thrusters at the Granite Games the first year. He, I think it was the first year he made the games. And dude, he's he, not, he, Is that his girlfriend? He's not his own dumbbells. He's not as tall. Uh, his girlfriend's significantly taller than him. He's she's standing on a box. She or might something. be wearing heels. She's a games athlete. No, but I've seen her. I've seen her. Uh, look at that's now they're the same height. <laughs> hey, you what were be- you going to say about dwarves? What were you going to say about uh, uh, high rocks and short people, Hunter? It wasn't about short people. They did an interview Hinshaw? with Hinshaw the other day, and basically Hinshaw was like, I want, I, I bet you Adler would do really well at this, and I think he's just too small. High rocks? Yeah. How about Roman? I think he'd be do great, but he'd have to probably lose some weight. Like Roman probably outweighs me by maybe another like five to ten pounds. You think that's going to make that big of a difference? Well, you're kind it of is if you, it is if you can't run at speed at that weight. Like wait, Adler's too small for hot to set a, a, a sub Adler's one what, hour like time. Five nine, five eight. He's probably five ten. No, really? he's not five ten. He's not. 5'10". I don't think so. I think he's. Yeah, he's taller than me. Oh, I don't. I don't think so. Google says five nine. Yeah, the, um, they always take away about an inch or two. <clears throat> okay, shit. I didn't know he's that tall. Um, are there any short guys who are good at high rocks? Any five no. fivers? No. No. Like if you look at the podium, we're all over six feet tall. And if you look at the podium at CrossFit most year, everybody's like five nine or less. Crazy. Yeah. Like I would say Fakowski and um Fikowski and, and uh Vellner have always been the outliers and the rest of the field, I would say in like the top twenty or five nine or less. Jelly Hoste. You ever you ever had a hand you ever had a handy, a standy, a standy? A standing hand job? Yeah, standy. Yeah, standy. Like, of course, I know what that is. Man, you ever had a standy? What is a standy? You're just standing there, and someone disarms the the weapon, unloads the weapon for you. You're just standing there, like like you're imagine like you're standing at the stove, and you're like, or like you're in the shower washing your hair, and you're facing someone, and they give you a standy. Yeah. 
Sandy. I feel like that's just basic procedure. If you've got a great flowing relationship with your partner, it just needs to happen at all times. Can this happen from behind or no? Last night, not really. You have to be facing one another. Yeah, I love the sentence. I love the context of the sentence. It had to come from a a training. (laughs) 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 Give me thirty seconds. I got to get some pee out. Okay. Oh, so mention the standee, and he's got to pee. That's weird. It just takes too long, you know. The the handy it can, but it can be, but but it not all. It doesn't have to. How? Does it not no. you? I don't know, but I I try to go for sub sixty seconds all the time. With a standing hand job. Stand, it's, uh, please a standy a stand call it what it is standy. It's crass when you call it. Well, say the whole thing. <laughs> it, it did sound much more crass when you say it like that. Oh boy, Jody Lynn, someone's got to work in the standy. I mean, it's just part of the show this month. Every time you brought that up, I always think about the difference between laying and standing, and there's a significant difference in mm. the time to completion. Mm. Wow. Oh, he just peed outside. He really did. He just. Peed. I wonder <laughs> if he's in Malibu. Yeah, hey, he uh, standing Hunter, are are you in Malibu? Yeah, I just took a piss outside. That was great. <laughs> did your neighbors see you? No, but I've got guests here, and they definitely saw me pee, but that's okay. Yeah, I peed outside this morning, and I looked out, and my neighbor's just staring at my dick. No, <laughs> no. Dude, that's happening. They were standing by their fence, and I'm like, what are they doing? And they were hiding, they ducked down and hid behind a bush. because Was it a man or a woman? It was a dude. It was a dude. dude when I was younger. He, he my... was out there with his puppy, so I think he got a puppy. And he was in, it's like 30 fucking degrees. I'm like, what are you doing out there? But he's standing out there with his puppy watching it pee. And me. <laughs> I don't understand this question. Was Hiller nice to Andrew? I've hung out with both of them together. They get along very, very, very well. We, uh, the three of us got along like bro- like like we were brothers. I don't wait, even have any wait, brothers. But. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Was Hiller nice to Andrew saying? I think he was Hunter. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. You're right. That doesn't make sense. I, I Unless Hiller that has uh, schizophrenia or something. And he's got two personalities. Or he's asking if Hiller was nice to Andrew Charlesworth. That was a whole different discussion. Will Plummer, uh, back at it, throwing stones. Uh, here's the thing, you jackass Hunter McIntyre. Ultimately, High Rocks wouldn't exist without CrossFit. It takes members, movements, training methodology, 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 etc., from the CrossFit ecosystem without giving back. Oh, that wasn't necessary, Will, to say without giving back. That was the shot. High Rocks is CF's parasite. Holy shit, dude! I, I'm just gonna tell you this: you guys have cannibalized yourself with all <laughs> yeah, this, this, this terrible ecosystem. Of you guys and your methodologies and your wannabe who's the leader. You guys fire your CEOs every three to six months. This is textbook company about to collapse strategizing. And do you think that's we're 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 woke, right? We're we eat our own. We're woke. I can't believe you guys fired the person who founded every single part of this because you guys are so insecure. And I just, th- this guy right here is the reason why the brand collapsed because of how insecure he is. He's still <laughs> typing on his phone right uh, Will, now. Will Plummer crashed. New video. Will Plummer, Will Plummer destroyed CrossFit. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. You guys can't get over yourselves. You're like, you're holding on to something. If you want, like you ever try to hold Sandy to go Sandy, like this or you could just go like Sandy. this. 
Oh, dude, this is so, this is so ridiculous. You ever had a two-handed standy? You ever had a two-handed standy? Everybody gives me the pepper shaker. It's the only way to handle the business. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I never heard of the pepper shake. Oh, my wife, my, my mother-in-law's in town. My wife said no more standy touch. <laughs> <laughs> Show's been edited. I thought I was watching a professional podcast. Yeah, well, you're not. This, this is I think this is, is the best way to enjoy it. I was listening to Howard Stern the other day, and he was saying the most inappropriate stuff. And I'm like, damn, dude, like this guy is just ripping it and like just saying what? the most inappropriate stuff. He was talking about these two um, co-hosts of like Good Morning America, one of the major shows. They started hooking up with each other, and they both kind of got let go of the network, and now they have their own podcast. Okay. He hates podcasts. He hates podcasts. He is and he just basically just talked about their sex life the entire time and in like just really inappropriate, ridiculous ways for about 45 minutes on air. And I was like, how is he getting away with this? Wow. But it's his own private show. What's what? this mean? Uh, um, I got a Dutch rudder from Hunter after a 10. Oh, that's What's when it? two people jerk each other off. That's not a Dutch <laughs> rudder. Oh, Let no, no, no. Read. You're wrong. It's when you guide someone else's arm. You so sure? you hold your own dick and I guide your elbow. Yeah. Uh, uh, having someone complete the act of masturbation by pulling up and down on their forearm. Oh, wow. If you guys were cramping out because you were tired oh. after a 10K, I'd help you out. Oh, so <laughs> having someone. Oh, so, so so you 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 hold the unit and then someone else holds your arm, like if they don't want to touch it. Is this right. thing popping and cracking a lot? Because people have been saying that a ton. No, no, no. It's the best. It's our best show ever. It's usually your thing kind of sounds a little gamey. It's actually a little better. Interesting. Because hey, I've had a lot of people say that there's something wrong with uh, my audio, and this guy even said it. Still watching Stern in 2023 is a clear sign of mental retardation. You know what a blumpkin is? I don't know anybody who'd want to do a blumpkin. I don't either. And I bet that Seven has no idea what that is. <laughs> no. I don't know what a blumpkin is. You know what an upper decker is? Um, I used to know an upper Can we do this later? Can we do this on our Christmas show? Because I got my mother-in-law in the house. I can't be doing like <laughs> sure. dirty, rusty trombone yeah, stuff right now. I heard talk about the standy. You said your boys are going to need some sort of education on this stuff because they're not going to go to public school. But this is right. why I learned all that. Okay, we'll do a show dedicated like to, for my boys to watch in 10 years. I think I'm going to homeschool my kids for the first 10 years. Teach them like three or four languages. <laughs> French, Learn all dude, the best English, stuff, no English. and then, and then they, you have to educate them, and then I'm going to let them come into like the Gen Pop so that they can learn how the rest of the world works. But I'm going to teach them really well first, and you, then you teach them how to run fast. No, dude, like I just wouldn't teach them any of the dumb shit that like like I'm not going like to teach CrossFit? them like long division, and I'm not going to teach them about how like the recessive traits of like the green bean versus the white bean. I'm like, I'm going to teach you guys things that's going to help you actually survive in this world rather than just waste your life. And then you can go in and pretend like the education system's providing something for you after I've taught you the real valuable things. And you guys can make your own decision from there, but I will prepare them really, really well in the first 10 years of their life. Cause I think about the education system that I went through when I was younger. And I was like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever participated in. Like which yeah, part of it? You're about alleles, dude. You kidding me? Long that- division school. What's wrong with long division? When was the last time any of you guys used a scientific calculator? 
Never. What the I exactly. never learned how to use Think them. about how big of a scam that was that they made us all pay for these $100 calculators to press a couple of dumb buttons Sign and that did nothing. Engine. And I guess it's just like the act of like, can you learn problem solving? But at the same time, waste of money, waste of time. And all of a sudden, like I think about the amount of adults that I'm surrounded with and how broke they all are, how they never learned how to like actually take care of themselves when they got into the real world what it was like to work for yourself versus work for a company, health insurance, taxes, finances, like all these kind of things. Nobody I know is like an adult actually knows these things at all. Great. What question. do you think about cursive? What do you think about cursive? Great question. I mean, I, th I think it, like, it's a beautiful thing. Like I collect post-it notes and I co travel around the world and I write people that I care about nice cards and give them to them. You mean postcards? So it's like, oh, sorry, postcards. <laughs> Thank post you. Notes. Thank these you. These are post-it notes. But yes, I collect these things. Now, now Hunter's showing off. No, but I'm saying like I write in cursive when I do that, and well, like I think that's Will a Plummer, thing. Will Plummer attacking the world record high rocks holder, uh, who who had started the show by clearly saying he doesn't know the difference between fifty three twenty three and fifty three twenty two. But here we go. Will Plummer, uh, Hunter McIntyre doesn't believe in math? Question mark. No, Damn. tell me the last time you guys did long division. Hey, dude, I shit you not. I shit you not. Alexis and I are laid in bed the other day for an hour, and I'm trying to go to sleep the whole time, and she's long divisioning her way through fucking math problems out loud, and I'm like, shut up. For what <laughs> reason, though? For what I reason? Just to prove that she could still do it? She's like, give me three numbers, and I'm going to divide them. Three-digit numbers, two of them. I'm going to divide them. Yeah. And she's did that make you horny? Did that make you horny? No, it made me want to shoot myself i'm like oh, there's an easier way to do it alexis stop long divisioning it i, I agree with hunter and i uh, think zach, i just zach t lander i long divided your mom last night that's hot yeah that is a really good joke i've just reached a point oh where shit I, I, oh shit hold on hold on uh she was working out the number of hairs on hiller's head yeah she was as she fierce, was totally do you think you're gonna go bald <laughs> yeah probably Fuck, dude, that's heavy. Not till he does trend. Totally Not till he it. does trend. Savan, right. are you gonna do trend? Me? Yeah. No, dude. I just told you I'm trying to get my mobility back, not throw it all away. Dude, I think like the Sam Sulek guy, like you got to get him on. I don't know if he would even talk, but all he does is talk. I know, but as long I don't as you don't have a woman, how, in the I don't room, know if he good. knows how to talk to other people though. Oh, woman. <laughs> yeah, he like freezes up. There's a ton of videos of him like seeing a woman. He like. Short circuits. Shut the fuck up. That's yeah. cool. Hey, what do you think that guy's fucking up his health? I he doesn't oh, even yeah. look human anymore. I kind of feel bad for him, and he seems like such a sweet young young man. I thought he was forty. Someone's got to do it, dude. He's cool. I really love, everyone likes this dude. Hey, Hiller, can you come back from that? Like, can he can he like get his health back? He's definitely gonna die before he's sixty five. There's no way he makes it past sixty five at this point. Wow. But I guess, yeah, well, the thing is, because Arnold, of what? Because of the drugs he's using and the diet he's using. Uh, I shouldn't say 65. I, I, I use the same exact it, diet, by the way. So why don't you hush puppy your mouth? Would you because say? Because I, I do the same exact diet. When he talks about <laughs> having like cinnamon toast crunch and, and chocolate milk, I was like, yeah, dude, that's something you I do eat. Street drugs. You don't do anabolic drugs. No, but I, I agree with this diet. There's no difference between like sweet potatoes and pure sugar if you're just ramming. Oh, hard I can't gym. wait till you're 44. 
Hunter, you're going to I'm talking fun. about when you're going hard in the gym. Like, I would not yeah. give this to my parents. I'd be like, Dad, eat a sweet potato. His his walk-arounds at the grocery store are awesome. He just walk around and goes, well, I couldn't forget the Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> hey, what do you think that guy's 400-meter uh, run time is? Shit. I bet Six minutes. No. I bet you it's pretty amazing for the first 200 meters, and then he just blows out. You think he he can do a, a, a 130, 400? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably 120-ish. Hey, he should make some videos showing that. I bet you it looks fucking peculiar as fuck, too, because he can't even take his shirt on and off without, like, some gym, crazy gymnastic shit. See, the thing about him, though, is he's so into building muscle that – he would probably need to be more content creation for that to be something he'd even do. I wonder how long the trend of him is going to last. Longer oh. than Liver King. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't seem like he has a theme. Like he doesn't have like a I'm gonna roll with this idea. It's just he's vlogging about getting big. I've tried to get Clarence Kennedy on the show, by the way. Uh Andrew introduced me to Who's him. Clarence Kennedy. Oh, is that that really guy? crazy weightlifter? Yeah. That guy's a savage. I think yeah. I think Tellander knows him. There's I another love... guy who's a savage that you sent me the other day, the guy who won't show oh, his face. Dude, Tom Havland is the strongest human on earth right now. By no. far. Dude, not yeah. even close. Tell, tell me your other person that you think is better. Because this guy would rip him in half and then stronger he's stronger guys. than the mountain who's oh, literally ripped far. a man in half. By far. He's, he's actually he's actually ripped the man in half. The mountain. It's okay, but just go look up Tom Hevelin. Like this, it, it, I'm telling you, there's nothing like this guy. Show video. Always, oh, oh, dude, this guy was on Rogan the other day, huh? He was, oh, he was. He was on Rogan. No, no he wasn't on Rogan. They brought him up. Rogan always Rogan. gets it. They brought him up, but apparently this dude doesn't use anything. But that's a bunch of bullshit. This guy's dude. six seven. Go to the videos of him uh, power cleaning like 400. He, he just high pulls 405 pounds. And then start, <laughs> and then what start the doing, fuck is that? This stuff's amazing. See if you can find the videos of him where he just basically high pulls four or 500 <laughs> pounds and then starts doing zerker squats with it. I can't believe that guy's 6'7". His Instagram is pretty crazy, uh, Caleb. His Instagram is private. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, his his he, there's there's videos of him like pause benching over six hundred pounds for reps. He's just so savage. I'm gonna find a video that you guys need to see. When his, I filmed um when I filmed uh pulling John and I went to Russia and I filmed with I Alexi love Kubota, that that guy is probably one of the greatest freaks popping. of all time. Dude, that he, video of him doing like single arm pull ups with a kettlebell. Yeah. What do you and, mean and, with the kettlebell? And the other hand. He's, oh, you're he just grabs and me. just, like, you know, like a, a single arm pull-up would be insanely hard to do on, like, an actual bar. He just goes over top of the ball of the kettlebell and just starts hitting some. Oh, yeah, that's titties. right. That's right. You're just like, what? Can and you he's do a single huge. arm pull-up, Hunter? What? Can you do a single arm pull-up? I could get a couple inches out of the hole, but not no more. I thought you were going to say I could get a couple reps. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, no, no. Fuck. I really he, want he, to. He like, put a thousand pounds on the over a thousand pounds on the leg press. I was and doing bench press with it. Yeah, dude. That's one of my favorite what? parts of a video. Yeah. Like a hammer it's, jammer. It's, it's, <gasps> it, yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's in that movie. It's pretty crazy. 
Where are the videos of him doing the high pulls? Uh, dildo, a couple inches out of the hole. Six sixty one. Such a freak. Damn. All right, this show's over. Is that what you're I just got to show you just one video of this dude. I guess he deleted all the videos. This sucks. Mason Mitchell, I did six sixty one for three <laughs> singles the other day. I'm not sure. That That's talking about himself. You shut the fuck up. Okay, watch, 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 watch. This. Oh, he's this, talking about the date to Tom guy. Watch this guy. Okay, this is just wow. This next nice move shot. is the one that's impressive. That's four oh five, and he just wow. breaks the chest. Wow. You can't do you, that. That you know that's so gangster. He's like, what the fuck? Here what goes the again. Fuck exercises this. He's just. <laughs> he's dude, doing imagine, it like it's a fucking exercise, man. I know, dude. Imagine that was you. He would throw you around like a child. Hey, I got His this. workout gear is crazy. Is that Adidas? I have no clue. Adidas. He is by far the most impressive strength athlete on the planet. Hey, have I'm you not... seen that Goob guy? Goob too. He just dist- he's the attorney who destroys people on Instagram. Yeah. For being frauds. Seem... Yeah, I like that. He's... I think that that's important for the internet right now because there's so many people that just have so much BS on the internet. Yeah, do you think he could do it without being so angry though? Like be cool. Like he's angry. Like he's like, because like, he's, he's like, this tall dude. He's this tall. Why do you have to not like, like you don't have to hate the people who are frauds. You don't, you know what I mean? Like it's not um healthy to, um, and I, and I, and I like, I, I like what he's doing, but I don't think he, I don't think you should hate, you should, you don't need to hate the people who are frauds. You can just be cool with them. He's probably just angry because he's tiny. How tall is he? But anyway, he does a lift that's fucking incredible. He sits on a bench and just pulls 315 off the ground from the seated position and puts it on his lap and starts repping it. It's fucking crazy. But, but here's the thing, dude. That's Yeah, it's impressive he does that. Yeah. And he gets reps, like, what, 10 of them at 315? I was like, shocked. I don't know, but it's he does it easy. 25 bench for reps was, like, 27, which isn't great for how good he is at 315. See, this is more impressive than 225 or 27. I think he's crazy. Impressive. 15 that's, here? That's one rep. Wow. I, I just like the way he... he oh, is that 275? The, the thought of sitting on the edge of a bench, just picking 315 up, putting it on my lap, rolling back, and then benching it. I mean, it's crazy. never standing up again because you severed your spine because it's so frail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about me, not you, Goop. Chill. You, you did right. three, you did three air squats at Suze's gym, and you haven't been able to stand up since. No, I'm done. <laughs> you warmed up with Pool Boy. Oh, Goob wears Vindicate. No shit. All right, fair enough. I like it. He should. He likes How tall this. is he, Hunter? You do you know how tall he is? About the size of this bottle. Yeah, he does. He I, looks I think short. I, you look at his forearms and his legs and everything like that. Did you see that? Like, he's you been on the bench. There, I figured you may know him. No, it's interesting. No. Like, there's so many people on the internet, and like, you like think you'd kind of have some kind of connection with them, but my world's smaller than it looks. Well, I just know you've been over in the New York area, and that's where he's at. Is he from New York? That's where he's at. Yeah. In Manhattan? There's a guy out there this week doing overhead pistol squats, I think, with 185. Oh, that's wow. cool. I bet Hunter could do that. No, he can't do pistol it. Pistol squats with what? 185 over his head. Can you even do pistol squats? Uh-oh. You're too tall. No, I can do pistol squats. I don't like them. I'm Good. at the point now where I just don't do anything that my body doesn't want to do. So, this oh, is no so you, you, yeah, that's good. You make it. You, you you sound like a modern day woman. I don't do anything I don't want to do. Yeah, 
yeah, except for I look fucking awesome while doing it. Boys, I'm out. I got to go get some food, and then I got to go train. All right. Get at it, buddy. What are you training for? What are you training for? I got I got my doubles world record I'm going after tomorrow, so I'm just going to do a little bit of like a hike and a What do you mean tomorrow? What do you mean tomorrow? Tomorrow I race in L.A. for the last race of the season, and a buddy of mine who's like a sub-four-minute miler, just wicked, and he's one of the elite 15 guys, like, what? let's just go for the doubles record. And I said, to hell with it. Let's go. What time? What time were we racing? Yeah. 8 a.m. And, and where in L.A.? Uh, it's you should come, dude. You said you wanted I to am. come to one of these. I'm things. here. I'm here. Uh, I'm in LA. I'm coming. It's in LA. It's at the LA Convention Center. So it's probably. I have a videographer coming up from where you're at, and he said it's like 35 minutes. Okay, LA, uh, Convention Center, and, and the race starts at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. And, <laughs> and will the on, will the? <laughs> I don't need a handy right now. Wait till the show's over. Sorry, she's trying to give me standy. Um. Uh. And, and uh, will the owner be there of High Rocks? Will that gray-haired dude I interviewed be there? I don't know. Probably because it's the end of the year, and I think they're trying to do a lot of a big push over here in the United States. So What's his name? I want to use his name when I try to Christian. walk in the front. Christian Tutski. Christian Tutski. Okay, I'm gonna be like I'm friends with Christian Tutski. Hundred percent. And I can I say I used to sleep with you. I used to sleep with Hunter McIntyre. Yep. yep. Banged Hunter mm-hmm. a couple times too. I'm his I'm oh, former sugar daddy. I'll let you right through the door. I look forward to seeing you. Text me if you're coming. Boys, it was cool hanging out. Sorry, I don't want to stress you out. I'll talk to you afterwards. Uh, sorry. Talk to 100 you doesn't seem like the stress type. No, okay. Not stress. All right, guys. Miss you. Hugs and kisses. Unless, Peace. Unless Will calls in. Bye. <laughs> Will Will calls in. He gets real stressed. God, Will's a G. What a G Will is. Hey, dude. If Will there was a, a Mount Rushmore moments and you had 50 of them, it's in the yeah. top 50. That oh, really? I would say what Hunter <laughs> rampaged right there. Oh, God. Will, you're a G, dude. Good job. God, I wish you had someone who could just throw that together for you. Like a, a, a top 50, like a hits. But you know how they had the now that's what I call Christmas CDs, or now that's what I call yeah. music yeah. 2021? Fuck, that'd be cool if someone just made that. Now that's what I call seven 2023. Someone just start going through from the beginning of the library, watching at one and a half speed, pulling out highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, um, uh, Caleb made this one time. I thought this uh, this is pretty fucking good. This is the only one we have that's like this, and uh, Caleb made it. Hold on, let me. I'll play it for you. It's uh, it's it's great. Um, uh, Fond doll, my hair is coming back because I've been getting microneedling done to it. Um, wait, let me see. Is it this one? Nope, not that. Uh, is it um this? Oh, not that. Uh. Um, uh, what's Bird this? Fit is an empowered and oh, not that. <laughs> oh, I don't see it anymore. It used to be on here. There used to be like a oh, 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 oh. What if it's in go. the old one? Let me see. Uh, Savant, the Savant podcast. Um, uh, uh okay. Uh, oh, there's Honestly, this. There's a lot of great people in our space, but I like that one. Uh, oh, compilation. Here it is. Here it is. With this guy, you know, if Howard Stern and Joe Rogan had a baby, you'd be looking at him. Remember, the people were live, so don't, like, start picking your nose or pull your dick out or anything crazy like that. And this is why this is the greatest show on the Internet, because there's a comment here that says a lot of pre-cum, and then right after, there's a comment that says it's so sad. Let's go back to hand jobs. People without their names, and they, uh... <laughs> no one clipped that and played that on the Internet. A thumb with a mustache, yes. A thumb... <laughs> Listen, a guy named Johan Lopez called you a thumb with a mustache. Wow.
Man, that Sevon podcast is dull as shit. Okay, you guys have a great day. Okay. You too. Thanks for calling. Mwah. <laughs> no. I was no. feeling familial like it was my mom I was talking to. God. You guys are so fucking lucky. What a great Is show. that where Taylor's name came from? I guess. I Yeah. That was a great compilation, uh, uh, Mr. Beaver. I didn't. Man, this show's funny. Is this show still that funny? Yeah, I think so. I think we need to ask the comment section. Is this show still that funny? I, I mean, I laughed pretty hard. <laughs> Damn, I think that, that might be the, the hardest I've ever laughed. That's why I think it belongs in the top 50. Oh, when, when uh, uh, Plummer and uh, Hunter were going at it? That was an epic rampage by Hunter. It was fueled by something. Hey, but then I hear him say stuff like he doesn't like to do pistols and he doesn't, and he dreads the idea of handstand walking. And I go, uh, I think you're a little biased with your take. Is he, is, how old are you, Hiller? 32. Oh, okay. So he's a little older than you. He is. <clears throat> he's much better at running. Uh, Steven yeah. Flores. Uh, yes, still funny. If, if it can make my girlfriend laugh, it's a win for me. All right, good. All right. <laughs> we no. <laughs> the show is about as funny as Rush Hour Two. Oh, that's awesome. I think is that's that good? Is that a good movie? I, I like that movie, but then again, that doesn't say much for a lot of people. All right, I got I got to go. Two hours and twelve minutes. What a great show with uh um uh O'Keefe. Hey, hey, I got to answer something from earlier. Okay, go ahead. That's cool. I don't know where the hell the comment is, but someone said that I was nice to Andrew Charlesworth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I was nice. I just gave it. Is your hair that long? Dude, dude. CJC1295, everything on me is huge. My sheath is thick. My nails are thick. My hair is thick. My skin is beautiful. My teeth are harder than shit. Hey, Caleb, would you have thought his hair is that long? We need to do it today. And you look at him a lot. I mean, we all look at him a lot, but dude, it's long. My hair. I know my kids. You should see when I go in the pool. It's crazy. And it's shaved on the side like I have a die cut. By the way, I can comment again in Instagram. This morning, I could comment again. Yeah, I had that too for a day. They shut me down. Yeah, I couldn't comment. I couldn't. When I made posts, I couldn't even write in my posts. Like I would write out stuff and it would just be gone. Hey, Hey, Olivia, this is what Alexis said. She literally was watching it with me, and she goes, you gave him a safe space, and I wanted to freaking shoot myself. Oh, uh, God. Oh. Am I going to hate Hiller after this? It's a, I, Hey, dude. I, I didn't think so, but when Alexis oh, – I, I have Alexis watch these things as I after I put them up, and she gives me a pretty good insight as to how they go, and I go, shit. He's trying to be Brad Pitt and Troy. I, I, said, I said in somewhere Maybe. in the beginning that I wanted to give us a room where we could just kind of work our way through this thing. But I also continuously brought topics back up. So I didn't think that I let him off the hook. Mm. But I gave him an opportunity to kind of just, hey, this is who I am. Um, uh, since I started I, I CRT. I want more people to do that shit. You want what? Say that again? I want more people to say, hey, I, I, I would, in a perfect world, someone sees that and they go, oh, okay, I'm Danny Spiegel. And now I'm going to go on his show. Oh, oh. Say, hey. I heard you. I heard you are having. Um, uh, I heard you're having uh, Danny Spiegel and Brian Friend both on. Soon. That's that's that that, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Okay. I just go, hey, dude, Spiegel, Spiegel, dude, Spiegel. I'd well, love. Why, to why is on. it that uh, 
you make all these posts, but you say people can't talk about your body. And then I, that's what I do with Charlesworth. I go, this is what we say. This is what we've seen. And how about, how about something? Can we pull up that post that uh, Joey Swole put up of Danny Spiegel? I want to show you something that's fucking, Mm -hmm. I cannot for the life of me, get my head wrapped around for the life of me. Is that, it was in his story. It's going to be hard to find. I got it. I got it. I was got it, Caleb. I don't have it. Go. Okay. Oh, you um, you pull it up. I'm going to use the bathroom real quick. I thought the show was over, but it's not. Oh, shit. I lost Caleb. Where did Caleb go? There he is. I think you booted Caleb. And yeah. There we go. You just got to give me two seconds, but I got it somewhere in here. I got everything. As soon as that came up, I feel like as soon as people started seeing it, I feel like it was gone. It was like already at the 23rd hour. Don't worry. I got it. Just got to give me a minute. I got to airdrop it to myself. And then throw it onto this screen over here. I got. I'm. I'll be getting a hard time for the same reason that I suppose Savon potentially got a hard time with Annie. Giving him a safe space. Well, not going I'm hard not gonna, on him. I, I'm not going to bring him. Br- to be fair, I think that I I gave it to him a little. I think I gave it to him a little bit, just by not letting him off the hook. And, and I also does it here. It is this thing. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious. And hell, maybe that's that's the purpose. It makes him look good that he came on, potentially. God, this picture is so weird. Well, before I say why I think it's weird, why do you think it's weird? I mean, anytime somebody takes pictures in public, like somebody's gonna just look at them, see what like, okay, what are they taking a picture of? Where are I don't know. Do we know where this is? Me. Is this Australia? Are you coming on the show? It looks like, yeah, it looks like Sydney. Still doing the show. You need help with your Legos? Okay, I'll come over there in five minutes. I'll be over there in five minutes. I'll help you with your Legos. Uh, hey. Haley. Oh. Haley. He's yelling. Haley. Haley. She got to, my mother-in-law's in the house and I just dropped a deuce in the bathroom. I would tell her, turn the fan on and make sure they like, go in there and make sure there's no like stuff floating around in there. Fly swarming. Okay. So, so he, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I can't, it, this, this is a picture of Danny Spiegel dressed in a, in a, in a, in a really uh, provocative, like eye, eye, eye drawing uh, dress. It's crazy. An incredible body. Um, but but it's not a dress that a lot of people probably have ever seen before. And if you did see someone wearing it, you would you would look at them. And um, so, but it says here, "Oh my God, it's a girl taking a photo." And there's a guy off in the distance walking by, looking at her. And she wrote that. I can't tell. Is she joking? Is she saying like? Is she saying I know that everywhere? I know that just my body alone is the kind of thing that people would stop and look at. Like, so let me give you an example. I walk into the supermarket here in Newport beach and pavilions and I'm barefoot and I have this long hair and I walk in with my three boys and they're all barefoot and they're all wearing Argyle and everyone stares at us. Every aisle we turn down everywhere. And I know why it's this fucking old guy with long hair with barefoot with three barefoot kids who are fucking stunning. It's a fucking <laughs> scene. I know it's a scene. Like I'm not trying to make it a scene. It's just how we roll. It's just like everywhere we go, it's a scene. I go into the jujitsu studio and there's 150 people there and one super hot mom walks in or like the, the kid who everyone knows is the best walks in and everyone stares at him. It's just it's just the way it is. Like 
so tell me, does anyone? You go first, Hiller. Is it, is she joking? Is, is she saying? Is she? Is this just satire? Is she really saying? I know I'm fucking absolutely unique in in my presence, and of course you're staring at me. Or is she actually tripping, like that guy's doing something wrong that staring at her? There is zero percent chance that this is a joke. Oh fuck with, me! There's no way, Caleb. She's. It's a joke, right? With where we've come from to this point with Danny Spiegel, and I messaged Joey Swole. I go, hey, dude, you don't even know. <laughs> You're telling me mm. that that girl thinks that she can go out like that and it not be, hey, if someone didn't look at you, some, we're wrong. something's wrong in society. That's the whole thing wrong in society, that people aren't stopping and looking at homeless people, acknowledging people. She, you think that there's... Wow, I, I think it's a ninety-eight percent chance. Um, it's uh, satire. There's no way you guys are out of your fucking right, mind. Now, here's There's the no think, way it's got to be satire. I think she's doing it on purpose, but I don't think that she thinks it's a joke. Hmm. You think that she's being critical of that man for staring at her? I think she saw an opportunity to get people like us talking about it, the same way that she potentially might have thought someone like Joey Swole would talk about it. Okay, well, so so okay, so that's different. Let me go into the nuance there. But do you think she thinks any less of that man, or he's doing something wrong by looking at her? Because that's the implication, and that's what the satire would be. If she's just joking, like, yeah, duh, you're staring at me. Like when I go out, it's like, yeah, duh, you're staring at me. I don't look like the rest of you fucking people. What do you think the tone of that statement is as she makes it in her head as she writes it down? Oh my God, it's a girl taking a photo. That's how I oh. hear it. Uh, uh, Colton Mertens, uh, I can sympathize with Danny if I ever dare not wear compression shorts underneath my sweatpants. It's a scene and everyone stares. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I am. Oh, shit. Big yes. Listen, oh, but, but what shit. I'm saying is, is like, do you think in her, in her being, she hasn't come to terms and re- you think this is just a ploy. So we talk about it, but do you think in her being, she's reconciled? Like, yeah, I live on a human being where half the planet wants to fuck women. And when I go out and I am, uh, I look like a fucking perfect parking garage for semen. Like, does she, is she aware of that? That she is a, just a, 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 um, a cum magnet for men who want to have babies that she is like, does she like, does she know that that's what's going on on planet earth? And that's what she's like, or she's so oblivious to what's going on here that we're all here, that there's dudes who just want to fucking make babies with her and, and, uh, and cover her and semen. Does she not realize that that's 51% of the planet there? Hey, listen, listen, there's, there's dudes who are, I'm just telling you the truth. Like, and I'm not saying that every guy's attracted to her and wants to cover her with semen. I'm, this is a, a big picture, but that's basically what's going on here. There's a, 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 a battle to impregnate women and, and continue the spread. And does she not realize that that dress in her whole existence is a massive component of that? Is she completely oh, oblivious crap. to that? You see the picture I'm painting here? Because I, if she is, pumping, if she dude. is, if she is, and you still follow her, then I, then I like, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm confused. Uh, yeah. Well, I, and I don't even mean, Oh, I might be getting in trouble. <laughs> It's, it's not it's not it's not exclusive um it's not it's, it's not exclusive to uh, her it's just to women in general like if you're a woman uh-oh 
like, like brothers. Thought I was in trouble for a second. I could hear my wife talking loud. So, oh, I'm not even saying whether you find her attractive or not. I'm just talking about women in general. Like, like d- dudes are looking for women to marry and spend the life with and raise a family with. And like, does she not realize that that's what's going on here? Like, you really think that she's like wants to go out and not be stared at by men, but she put that dress on. Or, or not even that wants to or not wants to. Let's. I think she wants it. to like be she, stared at so that she can post a picture like this. That's what I said. Oh, okay. But is she bothered by it? What the fuck does she? What the fuck would she actually want? Is the question. If if what you're saying isn't true, what she actually wants would be I'm gonna wear this dress because it makes me feel good. That's the only truth. There's there's a truth here. I think parking and, and that, garage. That, that definitely is not the fucking truth. Yeah. If I walked around butt ass naked outside, I know what the fuck's coming from it. And I'm not expecting motherfuckers around me to look at me and say, oh, yeah, that's cool. Or not look because that'd be fucking idiotic. (laughs) And and in the same way, what you're saying is a truth. And she has to fucking know that. Like someone's going to look at you or someone's going to see a professional photographer there. When I walk around with that fucking camera, a fucking camera, everyone's wondering what I'm taking a picture of. So at the bare minimum, Someone's taking a picture of her and yeah. then they're looking at her. Yes. Yes. So if even if there. it was a man, they would be looking. And right. In any fucking sense of the fucking way you could look at it, that caption is so dumb. And she's doing it on purpose. She has to be, because that's got to be the truth. And there's always a truth to something. You think she's killing two birds with one stone? She wants the picture and she wants content like that? Or she purposely said, hey, just pretend like take a picture of me so we can get someone staring so then I can make this. You think it's that thought out? It's the same way that I think that Sporty Beth knows that she's like doing the worst thing possible to her body and she's feeding into it because it get, it gives her attention. No shit. So you think that she doesn't really believe her own rhetoric. She just thinks that playing that persona of eating donuts and calling it healthy. I do think that more comes from a certain point in time. You have to believe your own shit. So at some point she probably didn't think it was the best. And now she's convinced herself of it. I don't think Spiegel's there. I think Spiegel's smarter than Beth is. I think she's doing okay. So, so you think that me and Joey Swole, or you think you think we've been duped that by by Spiegel that the whole thing is is to get attention. It's it doesn't even matter what she's saying, and it what it and so you're saying that we've seen so many pictures of her um, uh, looking like live. She, I mean, her her basically her Instagram account is just like showcasing her the way. I, like if I went to a, a an Instagram account like where I was going to buy a puppy, you know. I would expect all the pictures of the mom and dad dogs to be like Danny Spiegel's account. You know what I mean? Like Danny Spiegel's account is basically like a uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's like a, a breeding account for for men. You know what I mean? I but, but it, it. Like, or if you were to buy a, you were to go out and buy a horse, and, you, and like you wanted to stud your horse, it would be like, hey, look at all these pictures of this horse. Look at all its different angles, its thighs, its ass, its penis, its teeth, and that's what Danny Spiegel's hey, dude, Instagram I got is. It's basically for you. a. I, so, I, so, I got something uh, for you. You don't accidentally end up with millions of followers. She did that. You on don't? Me. No. Well, fuck. Did Tyson Bajan accidentally get 50,000 of them? No. He tried his fucking whole life to become a professional football player, and he'll have hundreds and millions. And well, he didn't try to get 50,000 followers. He tried to be a professional football player. But if anyone asks is- you why he has followers, it's because... He's a football, He's a professional football player. Why, did, why the fuck does Spiegel have her followers? Because she does shit like this and people fucking eat it up the same way. But I would, has, her I, I, I would unfollow her. I would unfollow her. Instagram followers. Why? 
But I would unfollow her if I – I don't want to be associated with people who are that, – that's mean what she's – if what you're saying is true, she that's mean. What's, that's like what Kendrick Lamar did. Kendrick Lamar invited a white girl on stage at a concert to sing the song with him, and then when she sung the lyrics of the song and she said the epithet out loud, he fucking berated her in front of the whole fucking crowd like a scumbag. Uh-huh. That's fucked, and he had it planned. Uh-huh. That's fucking douchebaggery. I, I I don't listen to Kendrick well, Lamar there's, there's anymore. There's two things. He either did that on purpose or he's stupid. Yeah. yeah. Either one of them could be true. So either she's dumb or she's doing it on purpose. And she's you think she's a mean person? I think that she would put this up knowing that this guy just doesn't matter to her. Does that make her mean? Yeah. Yeah, it like, makes her mean. Well, if, if you're... If, that's, Joe, that's Joey Spol's thing. The, the types of people that he puts on the internet, they're generally being mean to other people for their own personal gain. So, so like so someone's doing something, they're working out in the corner, maybe they're overweight, and then and then someone will like put a video of them up on the internet and he'll berate the person who's putting a video of the person who's just working out in the corner, minding their own business. It'll be some 78-year-old dude who's sitting on a leg extension machine and some chick will bend over in front of him and he'll do yeah. this. And yeah. and and then it, it'll be the most harmless thing ever. It could just be yeah. the fact that movement was happening over there. Yeah. And the dude will look up. And the chick who's recording herself, because this is all the fuck people do, is put these cameras up for their fucking internet shit. And she'll go, I can't believe this creep behind me is looking at my butt. Like, no, he's just fucking looking at something moving. And your pants are fucking pink. And you're half naked, you idiot. Yeah. So so what Joey Spool's thing is to point that stuff out. And Spiegel's doing the same thing. He's pointing out the fact that, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. The wow. Background. What the point, background. Who found this? Did you just find this, Caleb? I just found it, yeah. Let she me see. Does she rip on that guy, though? Does she rip on that guy? No, hey, nothing. I'm going to tell you something, too. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you see Danny Spiegel in that outfit somewhere and you don't stare at her, you're fucking missing out. I mean, she's an anomaly. She is a, a fucking amazing expression of her own DNA. And if you didn't like want to – it's like – there's nothing wrong with looking at her. That's no, the there's nothing wrong with looking at her. It's like I see a Great Dane walking down uh, somewhere. I stare at every Great Dane Dude, or I'm every like weird dog. Like if I see a, a dachshunds or those really little like Yorkies, I stare at all the weird shit. If you were wearing that, people would look at you if there was a big-ass professional camera pointed at your ass. Good point. But, I mean, she is kind of a miracle, Danny Spiegel. It's a, it's a, it's a miracle in anthropomorphics or whatever the fuck it is you call it. Some, there's some biological – does she still have 1.7 million? I don't know. I can't follow her. Yeah, She's she fine. does. Okay. So Joey School didn't blow her up like that. Not in a good way, at least. Anyway, okay. Uh, why do you guys care? Why don't you care, David? Yeah, I'm a, what do you mean? Because I make my living off of fucking obsessing on things in the CrossFit space and people and mindsets. And yeah, I don't, yeah why don't you care? Eh. Hey, dude, I love when people are... There's something that I find incredible about people being confident enough to just like go out and take their pictures and do their shit. It's it's cool. I like it. I'm a bit of a and I and I'm I'm a mating expert. Mating, I think you're a mating expert. I'm a mating expert. Yeah, I'm a I'm a a procreation, uh, semen, vagina, ovulation expert. What Uh, makes you that? Just fucking my my interest and my intrigue and my time sp- time studying the uh, the the human species. I'm an expert, and so when you have the, uh, a super uh, semen attractor like Danny Spiegel, uh, it's it's gonna pop on my radar. Who would you say is the 
Baby maker. She's a baby maker. Is there, is there a male equivalent that's uh, a hunter? Boy. Hunter McIntyre is a fucking, fucking like this, girls are just like want to just like throw their eggs at him. I mean, dude, if you don't want Hunter's kid, you are fucking in. You, you, you're, you're. Yeah, but he's not. Loins aren't working. I mean, he, he, he was at the CrossFit Games, but yeah, anyone else? Like a dude. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. Um. Would uh, you say Bill that Gates. Says- Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Fuck, dude. No, in CrossFit. Oh. Uh, Would you say Jeff Adler, who won the CrossFit Games this year? Yeah, but um, Jeff has a. Uh, you would think that like the fittest dude on earth would be some sort of a. I do think that you have to have it. some personality, uh, like like people wanted Street Horner. Wanted, uh, Street Horner is beautiful, but there is a. Wait, I think oh. There has to be a balance. Street Horner comes with some other shit. I don't want. I'm gonna have him on the show soon, so I don't want to you know, um, rip on him yet. Would Froning um, for, like peak Froning? Yeah, Froning, Froning for sure. What does Froning have that Street doesn't? It's um, he's gonna uh, Froning's is is religion? not obsessed. No, he's not obsessed with him. Religion. He's not obsessed with himself. There's a like, hey, I want to take care of you component vibe coming off of him. Mm. There, a lot of these people have a selfish vibe, and so it's like. Whoa, 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 Dan Guerrero. What did he say? You're about to get <laughs> fucked up, Dan Guerrero. No, no, one, Spiegel, no one was hating on Spiegel. Are First you all, fucking crazy? That's not hate. Second of all, Hunter never says he's anything other than what the fuck he is. And that's the difference. Hunter's not... How did Hunter get 100,000 followers what? on Instagram? Running and exercising. And that's what he says. Everything he said right there was running, exercise, and Hunter. And he never deviates. Uh, uh, I want to go. Uh, Froning has je ne sais quoi. Hey, listen. Um, she put up a post, and you and I'm trying to figure out if it's satire or not. And you think I'm hating? I that's so that's the same mindset I think Danny Spiegel's in. Like, how where are people making that leap? You post something. Because for the whole makes, world to see, and then we discuss it. And if for any reason you think we're hating, no, no one called her any names. I think it's a fucking. I don't get it. I mean, how did some he make that? Might lead? take the whole like cum dumpster baby. I didn't call her cum dumpster. I called her semen magnet. I'm stating facts. That's <laughs> science. I call her cum cum dumpster. Would be like she allows the semen to land in her vessel. I don't know what her habits are. Okay. Except you know, that's semen. important that you hash yeah. that out because I can yeah. see how that was misconstrued. Yeah, and yeah. You, you just oh, you just came to the safe space thanks to Dan Guerrero's comment. Yeah, <laughs> I um uh I put her. Yeah, is your mom awake yet? Yeah, every you can time hear you when we say "cum dumpster, dumpster" in the back room back there. Oh fuck! <laughs> she just like springs up. What did my son just say? <laughs> Never say those two words back to back ever again. Yeah. There's a there's a um uh, uh one of the ten eleventh com- commandment don't stick your dick in crazy yeah that's I think that could be ad- etched in the in the eleventh commandment parking garage for semen yeah thank you duplicity uh, I think that that word means what I might think it means Janelle Winston does, does anyone know what the word duplicity means yeah basically uh, she's saying it's like on one hand you're you're you seem starved for attention and then the second you get a little bit you're critical of the people who are giving it to you and it's bizarre okay that's the that's the duplicity right uh just double dealing yeah 
No, you don't look at me. Man. You're an asshole for looking at me. Oh my God. Let me push these things closer together. It would be like if I got pissed that people didn't watch my podcast with their eyes closed. It's like, well, dude, why don't you just go to Spotify then, you jackass? You remember when the first time this all started? That's why she has to be joking, dude. She has to be joking or or these are the three options. She has to be joking. There's something I'm not catching that's over my head or she's absolutely batshit fucking crazy, dude. Well, the fourth one is she's doing it on purpose and she knows what she's doing. Oh, right. right. Okay. Well, that's what I mean. It's over my head. That one I'm even having trouble. I'm having trouble comprehending that one. I'll throw that in the category of I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, that's because you're not a psychopath. You, you, oh, yeah. And so you think it's a combination of knowing what she's doing and bat shit crazy? I don't think there's anything wrong with being a psychopath either. I just wish that I she, do. I would just, I wish she would just say she was doing it. Yeah, sure. Look at all the followers I got. <laughs> oh, shit. I might be going to San Diego. I just got a text. San Diego for to what? Take a, to take a, to, uh, um, a friend of mine just got this fat, insane boat and he wants to drive it up from San Diego to Santa Cruz insane and i might get to go with them do my podcast from the boat how big is the boat big you're gonna be like greg where you're in italy or something yeah 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 a different kind of boat different kind of boat like like a different kind of boat not like it's it's a cool boat i like looking at boats and then guessing how much they cost and then you can google the name and it usually tells you i don't want to own a boat no i heard that that's one of the three things you don't spend money on what are the others want to guess because i'll tell you uh, motorhomes, boats. No. Oh. They all involve water. Oh. Jet skis? No. And they mermaids. all cost you mermaids. a lot. Mermaids. They, they mermaids. cost you a lot of money. That's why you don't want them. That's why you don't want a boat, because it costs you a lot of money. And it's got to do with water, not mermaids. Yeah, it's a barge. Pool. It's not a barge. Oh, no, no, I'm, no, no, no. Cave Dash uh, got it. Women. That's another uh, one. Don't spend money on women. And Kyle Landis is the other one. The three things that all involve water. Don't buy a pool? Yeah, because it costs you money and you never use it. Unless oh. you live in a place where it's just a flat rate for water, then it's fine. But then you got to, the thing is, you got to pay to fix it all the time. It's always broken. And you got to pay to upkeep it, or you've got to upkeep it. Submarine? Yeah, yeah, Jake. Never buy a fucking submarine. <laughs> that's, that's damn right. And then Chase Bryan, yeah, planes, but I don't think many people would buy a plane. Pools. Mm-hmm. Boats and women. Mm, I'm in, um, uh, I am in Newport. Someone told me that once and I kind of blew my mind. I think you should get a pool. I wish I, 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 I'm well, uh, every day goes by. I don't have a pool for my kids to swim in. I fucking, I'm the pissed. three of us here all have women too. So I think everyone can just choose if they want something. Uh, I have so to if you want a pool, that's fine. Just know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, get a friend of the pool or a boat. Um, I had this friend that was obsessed with finding somebody who had a boat. Oh, shit. Tyler Watkins. Wow. Okay, fine. Uh, um, I just want to say that I very much disagree with the 11th commandment. I put my dick in crazy every night. All right, fine. So you added that part, but I was thinking what the, what the 11th commandment was. Okay. Thanks for coming on. What a crazy show. I think it was good. Jake Chapman, Cold Plunge. Yeah, don't buy that either. I was That's afraid to do a podcast. I was afraid to um, uh, 
go live. I was afraid to have live call-in shows. I was afraid to have live guests. I was afraid to do shows by myself. I was afraid to have multiple guests in one show. I'm like, this, I just keep, and now I just can't believe how flexible this show is. Oh, oh, Jethro. Uh, I spoke to Jethro this morning. Speaking of doing live shows, we did a, um, Paper Street Coffee. Gabe went to Jethro's gym, uh, Chieftain CrossFit in, on Long Island. We did a live feed from there. And um, Jethro texted me this morning saying his gym's doing well already. He's been sending me people to... talking about their workout reactions too. They're, they're into it. It's cool. Oh, oh, because they're doing Hiller Fit there. Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. Listen, this is how I'm going to uh, – I wrote in the private chat how many clients he has already. Started with zero, dude. Sweet. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. Dope. I'm not hiding it from you guys. I just don't know if it's my place to say. It's going to be a 200 in no time. Oh, shit. You just gave away that he's less than 200. That's not cool. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, if you're an affiliate out there and you're looking for some good programming or if you're just an old dude who needs uh, someone to cheer him on like me, HillerFit Programming, um, you can also uh, purchase the clothing that I'm wearing at Vindicate or you can go to your local North Face outlet and get what Kate's <laughs> wearing. Way better option, honestly. 50% off. Nothing's on sale at Vindicate. This shit ain't cheap. Help me pay the bills. Buy a Christmas present for your husband. Everyone wants a CEO shirt. CEO hat. The Tyson Bajan CEO hat. Oh, my God. Did you? The new hats are coming out. They're sick. I'm going to need one soon. All right, guys. I want I want a no-rep ski mask. That's what I want. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I see it. Gangster. Okay. Bye-bye.